right. All right. Um, do you want to start or do you want me to start? Well, I guess the only funny thing that happened today is that my partner and I, we went to Seismic mm -hmm. in Houston. It's kind of like this beautiful art that's very popular for photo shoots. A lot of people taking photography and doing selfies. So I take a wonderful picture, a couple of good pictures of him. Mm -hmm. And I decided to go into this little snail looking thing. It was big enough for someone to crawl in there. So I'm thinking, hello, little friends that crawled in here. I didn't know he took a picture of my butt. Well, I mean, he said it was right there available for the picture taking. So, hey, I don't blame him. He said that ass, though. What did he do? Yeah. And I wish they had better lighting for dark skin because I went to this nice, wonderful tunnel with Odyssey 2001. Dun, 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 that type of music playing around. Uh -huh. And it made my face look all dark. And all you can see were my eyes and my mouth, my white teeth. And it looked like I was the Cheshire cat from yeah. Alice in Wonderland. I'm thinking, God damn, yeah. but creepy. Or the it Babadook. Like the Babadook. Yes, <laughs> fun. I uh, went to a wedding yesterday. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and of course, every, as everybody knows, their traditions like the garter toss and the bouquet toss. So the bouquet toss was first. I went out there um, because all the single ladies, all the single ladies. Anyway, so I went out there um and it was my cousin's wedding so she was gonna toss the bouquet and i was just standing in the middle and the dj was like come up y'all like come a little closer and i literally said to him no thank you sir i'm fine where i am um <laughs> <laughs> not be coming any closer thank you so kindly right <laughs> he said, right and he was like he's like oh she said she was gonna stay where she is okay <laughs> and so she tosses it right up behind her head and literally, I kid you not, I was in the middle. There was a giant hole next to me of the, somebody wasn't standing next to me. And it flew past me. I looked dead at it while it was flowing past. It was within arm's length. And guess who did not catch it? Me. I did not catch it. I just watched it go by like, oh, look at it. And then like it fell on the ground. <laughs> and I looked at it and I was like, oh, look at it. And I did not attempt to pick it up. <laughs> and someone behind me picked it up she's like yeah and i'm like yes girl yay <laughs> it's not for me and then i got out of the crowd and literally one of my cousins was like wow you literally just dodged the bouquet girl like i just saw you you were like whoop not for me and I'm like, who am i getting married to no one um so then it was the garter toss and both of my brothers are unmarried. So they went out there and literally like the middle child had his hands in his pockets. Like, I'm not going to even look like I'm here to catch this garter. <laughs> my other brother was like, I've already caught two garters and I'm still not married. So I don't really know if this is useful. <laughs> catch it. The, the craziest thing was the groom's daddy caught it. Mm. is the groom daddy married or he's single no he's single he don't have nobody so <laughs> but it was still weird to catch your son's garter that from his wife's thigh that he just yeah so your daughter-in-law yeah your daughter-in-law garter yep i would have been like oh that's okay i don't want this <laughs> but you know men are a different breed Anyway, <laughs> welcome back to Confrontational Millennials. I'm Nikki Alley. And I'm Belle Mars. 
And if you haven't guessed this yet, this week is about weddings. Yes, wedding season is upon us. I think happens between July, well, June and August. So the summer semester, summer, everyone's partying out. The kids are out. So you can get your little perfect little uh ring bearers and yes. flower girls oh before they go back to skew or mm-hmm. the, the skew semester starts start to start to uh you can start back up i'm not drunk i'm drinking water i swear i just Listen, stutter a lot <laughs> i wish i had gotten drunk yesterday at some point but i did not oh. was it a dry wedding it was not a dry wedding, but when I tell you they had very limited alcohol choices, <laughs> like I was like, Hennessy, Hennessy doesn't even taste good. <laughs> Sounds like a black wedding to me. <laughs> Listen, I had a shot of Hennessy and I was like, oh, this is nasty. Why does everybody like this? <laughs> I mean, you mix it with something. They I guess. had nothing to mix it with. I was all like, oh, this is terrible, child. I wanted it to a tequila sunrise they couldn't even make me that i was like get out of here i mean you could have been like cheap and like get some like cranberry juice from like dollar store. <laughs> listen but um, when i tell you they they drank them dry <laughs> all right so before we talk about marriage <laughs> we have to do our favorite game yeah or nay um forgive me this week because i'm not as prepared as last week but we gonna go through a child okay so first piece of news earlier this week um the um the studio that is not a part of marvel but has marvel properties sony (laughs) (laughs) entered announced that carnage the next Venom movie, which is going to feature Carnage, which if you're not a nerd and you have no idea what the fuck the difference is, <laughs> Carnage is a different type of symbiote than Venom. Very similar, but even more evil. Like, just more evil. Um, the trailer came out this week, earlier this week, um, and the t- typical white man is playing Carnage, whatever. I hope he does well. Um, but... <laughs> Uh, I will probably I still haven't seen Venom like as a <laughs> as a side note I still have to watch it. I haven't seen the whole way through it looks like what's his face is literally just being a garbage can for everything <laughs> and everything <laughs> but say with that said have you watched the trailer and from the trailer are you gonna go see it I haven't watched the trailer I guess I've been living under a rock for like movies i still need to watch venom mm-hmm. still need to watch like a shitload of like this phase of marvel mm-hmm. Mar- marvel marvel mm-hmm. shit i can't even speak today so yeah i'm not fully prepared not even 100 there mentally but uh yes i'll probably go ahead and see it because i love superhero movies so i'm thinking i'll give the trailer a go i'll go ahead and watch it I have not seen the full trailer either. You see how ill-prepared I was? But in my defense, I was getting ready for a wedding the whole week. Um, I was getting ready and stressing myself out. Girl, listen. Um, I haven't seen the trailer, but from the pieces of Venom I saw, like uh, the first one, even despite the fact that this man was a literal garbage can, like for everything, like I would still watch it because it seemed I like super villain movies where they humanize the fuck out of them. So I'll probably watch this. I want to watch uh, who, whatever white man is playing Carnage. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> whatever white man is playing um, Cassidy, 
uh mm, that's his last name i can't remember his first name um i'll watch whatever white man is playing cassidy who is also going to be playing carnage um and i will probably most likely enjoy it even if it is not that great um because again i too like superheroes and you know um the nerds it's the it's the time of the nerds so yeah. <laughs> we here we watching the movies we keep in marvel and sony um <laughs> rolling in the money so yes uh that was the first thing um tokyo 2020 is over that ill-named uh that ill well, they already made a crap load of shit with 2020 care. what are they gonna do change like i'm sorry we already made like yeah. hundreds of medals so let me go change it to 2021 right. you get a marker and you put a one over it anyway that's so much crap though it's on banners it's on advertisement anyway t-shirts anyway it's on fans anyway. and then everyone in the countries made it for their athletes thinking okay sorry nike for usa of america we go change to a one that's right you you ghettoize that and you put a one over that zero regardless um <laughs> the first trans woman was was able to compete in the weightlifting category of the olympics um i unfortunately uh did not look that up before i started yeah but- so my knowledge she didn't medal so medal. yeah so all the winners of like the weightlifting for women are like cis women which kind of asks the argument because from my understanding from trans athletes especially those that are trans women like after a year of like hormone uh replacement therapy Mm -hmm. that natural male advantage you know of the high testosterone Mm -hmm. um that kind of diminishes and i guess also comes on the other side like how many black women have like high amounts of testosterone who are naturally women because i know a couple athletes say like I'm kind of, I'm, I don't think that person's a woman who ran, I think I want to say it's an African um, runner, I think for like 800 meters. Oh, yes. And she, I think she won. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say, we need to go test her for her gender. Cause she's too good. I mean, I think she might be a man thinking some women naturally has high testosterone. Cause yeah. of course I like to bring up Michael Phelps, right? I mean, he's genetically gifted. He is, has long Christian freakishly arms yeah, uh he doesn't produce as much lactic acid as the average um athlete which means he doesn't get as tired and then he has like long as web feet so therefore he can swim and i'm thinking that's the fucking point of the olympics that you're genetically gifted right. better than the average human that's able where you can compete what if i were to say that we should test michael phelps for being a fucking mer person then what <laughs> would you say <laughs> right so that that kind of goes to the point of the the olympian's name is laurel hubbard by the way i just looked it up um so laurel hubbard was the first transgender woman to compete in the olympics um in the weightlifting category um of course everybody online had something to say about it you know they were like that's that's disadvantage to you know cis women um and it you know kind of you know it, it doesn't give them an even playing field but like you just said, um, there's there, the advantage is very lessened and Laurel didn't meddle. Um, and a lot of people like to bring up their past self as a man or um, and say things like, oh, you know, they're just doing it to attempt to like medal or win an award because they couldn't do it as a man, right? So they're trying to go into a different, but like, here's the thing. <laughs> here's my thing while I still don't have like okay no so let me ask the question the yay or nay question do you think that it is fair 
to allow um transgender uh, men or women to compete in the 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 category um in a category that may be more advantageous to men or women um if uh oh i'm not asking this question very well (laughs) yeah i mean i do want to say that yes i guess on the surface there is genetic differences between biological like those that are born a man and a female I'm thinking of like a lot of cis athletes because I'm thinking how long have they been in tradition uh transitioning because a lot of people think when they see like tra- uh, trans athlete competing it's just oh it's a man in a wig who's going to beat women and just win easily which has I mean from what I see there's not like a whole pandemic like trans athletes doing that I mean yes they can have like an advantage but I've shown through like weightlifting where you know testosterone is an advantage this transgendered woman did not like get in the top I think five, she didn't medal at all. So I'm thinking as when you transition, cause um, I guess you have to do like hormone replacement therapy. Yes. Like mm-hmm. After some time that natural male advantage disappear. So I'm thinking depends how far, I mean, I mean, well, I'm not trans myself. So I probably need to do more research and educate yeah. myself more on the subject that yes, it depends how long they transition, um, how much hormones, because I'm thinking if you say, oh, if your hormone levels are too high, then you can't compete because you're like a man. But then also in the same argument, there are like women who naturally has high amounts of testosterone who are cis women. And I guess for them, that is an advantage, but then they say, oh, you can't compete because your testosterone is too high. So you're most likely a man, which I guess is also a disadvantage for them. So I'm just thinking it's a double-edged sword. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think, oh, and they're the oldest competitor in weightlifting in Tokyo. So that's like, it kind of like evens out. But I, I, I'll say this, I don't know, because because I also am not trans. I don't have enough knowledge about the trans community to be able to speak definitively, like whether or not it, from an expert level standpoint, like, oh yes, like, you know, it's not good for them to be able to compete at this point in their transition or whatever. But, you know, like I, I transitioning is not like, I would imagine it's not a fun experience getting hormone replacement or top surgery or bottom surgery or whatever it, it is that the person chooses to do. And nobody just like transitions for one thing like I think a lot of people think that like trans men and women will trans like people will transition because it'll get them into like they're predatory or something or it'll get them advantages in places that they didn't get before and I'm saying especially for trans women what advantage is there to being a woman like Please tell me I we have I'm not going to sit up here and act like cis women don't have like women in general don't have like advantages that men don't have, but they're not they don't outweigh men's advantages. We get paid less. Y'all don't respect us like (laughs) you you don't respect us in our opinion, what we wear, our bodies like why would who who wakes up in the morning and it's like, oh, yes, I can't wait to transition to being a woman so that I can like, you know, be able to compete and win a medal. Who gives a fuck about that? I still (laughs) have to be harassed on the street. Like, yes. And then what about trans men? They have like an advantage because I don't care much about like worried about oh trans men are coming in here and taking our 
uh, athletic shit. So what I'm thinking, especially how toxic masculinity is, right. I mean, you know how much shit men would get if they pretend to be a woman. So it's not like they're just pretending like, oh, I'm just going to medal because shown through the Olympics, Laura Hubbard, I guess, in weightlifting, she mm-hmm. didn't medal, which right. proves that there isn't um, a whole pandemic of trans people. So I'm not sure how long her journey is and transgender uh, and how long she's been transitioning because yeah. I guess it's a lot more nuance and I guess the trans community can probably speak more about that but in my opinion I guess you can compete especially if you're like a trans woman you've been transitioning taking hormones and I think after a certain time like x amount of time on hormone replacement therapy that male advantage is no longer there because mm-hmm. i'm thinking okay a certain amount of testosterone will give you an unfair advantage but as shown the openly transgender uh weightlifter she didn't nettle mm-hmm. so it does so i'm just thinking kind of disproves their point because i'm thinking that's the point in the olympics a lot of people genetically have like things that can like overcome their enemy well i guess i probably shouldn't put it like that but <laughs> overcome i, I guess they're com- their competitors right so yeah there is nuance to the subject of because if there is like men who draw like oh i'm a woman i just want to go beat other people then i guess yeah that's wrong you can't just do that but versus trans who just takes the hormone replacement who are like and distinguish you i guess biologically from other women mm-hmm. and i guess it goes to a deeper question uh was woman because i'm thinking because i remember candace owens recently just say oh you're not told a trans woman you're not really a woman because you have to worry about periods and right miscarriages and babies yeah. but to me that's stupid because you can't just limit a woman to what her what uh if she's able to have babies and periods or not because right i had do admit that some part of being a woman is performative but i guess that's going to send me down a whole relay of what is womanhood <laughs> right rabbit hood that's a the rabbit hole that's like a whole like i just <laughs> combines i don't know what the hell my mouth is doing it's like rabbit hood like it's trying to say robin hood and rabbit hole to say i'm like what the hell are you doing rabbit yeah. hole of yeah. like a different episode but like maybe in the future but like that's what i'm saying like y'all are over here like and it's usually y'all prey on trans women because you're like oh it's men trying to so y'all know you're awful thin so like that's yeah. my thing like y'all are like men will go after trans women and it's just uh, like so you know that you're bad and yet none of you will let's go to the real the real problem here which is that you know y'all are awful that you perpetuate that you're awful and yet you won't do anything about you cis men no yeah you- so i'm thinking yeah because i don't think i don't hear stories like trans women go in the bathroom to terrorize kids and i really hate the idea think of the children because that's a loaded political point because right we use it for their own agenda because i'm thinking there's more men that are like positions of power that abuse kids i mean like people of like churches evangelical churches catholic churches yeah i'm calling everyone out or if you're like a politician, because we've seen them like abuse their power to abuse young girls. Exactly. So it's all like, y'all are looking at the wrong people. Y'all are, it's this, it's a scapegoating for me. It's scapegoating. Yeah. You don't want to look in within and go, what's my issues? Instead, you want to like point fingers at people that are different from you so that you can detract interests from your own shitty personality. <laughs> <laughs> and uh try and place the blame on someone else and i'm not here for it laurel hubbard hubbard didn't meddle and that's unfortunate for her it could have been a like like a, a combination of things but regardless let them compete 
let's see and we'll learn like you know what i'm saying like what yeah. what we do or do not need to do but like they're still competitors they still train like everybody else so like what what's your problem again it's you it's you negroes and ninjas sitting on couches hollering about what somebody can and can't do meanwhile you haven't done a push-up since uh last like who knows when you don't even know last new year's this is my year exactly one and then you got your ass up and then got some potato chips sit your ass down and continue to stay there and eat your food like tiffany pollard said next okay (laughs) next um literally because we cannot stay on this topic forever lots of black girls got medals hey yo yeah i think you won the gold medal for the 800 meter olympics is that what you were talking about for the usa oh okay yes she won uh a gold for the u.s woohoo um is it i think mo i said mew it's because her last name is mu and i'm like mew it's mo um there was a sweep for jamaica of course they got uh with Thompson Hera took taking gold <sighs> along with two other Jamaicans. My West Indians. Woohoo, go. Yes. So all the girls were whipping your tails. And I'm not going to lie to you. I was rooting for everybody black. I did not care. <laughs> if there was a white person in the US, I was like, I don't care about you. Literally, for the men's, like, I don't remember. It's like one of the men's races. There was like a white dude like running for us. And I'm like, I don't care about you. Kenya. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. And I guess also shout out because a lot of people are like Texas based. So a lot of people from Texas. So I'm thinking double woot woot. Double woot woot. But here, I guess here's my question for, especially for races, because I, I heard a lot this week about like people talking about like the double think or is it double-mindedness um w-e-w-e du bois like talking about where for black people there's being yeah the double consciousness yeah double consciousness there's being black and then being american and a lot of the time like those things are divorced even though like you know we're the backbone of this country so it's kind of like it's kind of an interesting thing like so did you did you root for America first or did you root for everybody black <laughs> during the LM? And is it like, is it like, mm, is it a problem? <laughs> I don't think it is. Cause I know a lot of people complain like, you know, this brand of athletes are not patriotic enough. Cause mm-hmm. I, I mean, for me, I root for anyone black exactly. and thinking whoop whoop. Right. So, um, so I think because I, um, especially when I visit my family in the Caribbean and in Barbados and Grand Cayman, mm-hmm. I guess they feel my Americanness more than like, like my blackness because, you know, everyone's black in the country, like predominantly black. I'm thinking, huh, this would feel like I feel average. And I guess I stand up because of my Americanness. And I mean, yeah, I root for America, especially as a black person. So yeah. And I know like wrestling, like the two winners are the gold medals for wrestling were USA and both of them are black. Like first time a black woman has meddled in wrestling. So, and I'm thinking I'm proud of them because I'm thinking we are awesome. They train hard. Um, They have supportive families. And I do wish, especially for like black athletes, they focus more on like how well they train versus they're genetically superior. Cause I think it kind of sounds a little bit eugenics-y. So... Ooh, we can't get into that either. But yes, like everybody always wants to say, well, it's because you're black and like y'all are genetic. Well, okay, if we were, then whose fault is that? Because you literally made us mules for years. Okay, fuck you. All right. Yeah, so I think congratulations to a lot of people because no one talked about how Michael Phelps uh, 
for your kids genetics right but mostly to talk about how well he trained hard and his family i'm thinking yeah we should probably talk about how well they train hard like with simone biles she mm-hmm. trains hard she has a supportive family she's a hometown hero both simones i'm not sure simone swimming simone meddled but i'm thinking sweet it makes me want to swim Exactly. Yes, swimming Simone. I love how you differentiate by saying swimming Simone and flipping Simone. Yeah, because both Simones are from Texas. Like one lives in the woodlands, one lives in the spring. I know, right? And those two places are not that far from each other. I just want to let y'all know that. Like they're literally right next door. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I usually root for everybody, but I think I made that very clear. But it's because like America shows us that they hate us every day so like why would I care about anybody who's not black I'm gonna tell you what like when I found out Puerto Rico won like for one of the races I was like yes Puerto Rico like, <laughs> even though it was- so is Puerto Rico also on the USA flag or they run for Puerto Rico they ran for Puerto Rico mm. we don't get that win and they deserve like fuck us we don't <laughs> deserve your medal um we don't recognize you any any other time why should it be now <laughs> so yeah and i think it's great on like the global stage we do acknowledge like intersecting identity because like suni lee uh-huh. um you know i think she's from the humong uh community and i'm thinking uh-huh. yes there are asian americans like you can be asian being american i think also japan's also showing that japan is also diverse as well because they had uh damn it what's that girl's name um was it from here? Was she from here? Was the swimming girl? Or are you talking about some? Oh no, uh, the one, the the tennis girl. The tennis. Oh, Naomi Osaka. Yeah, yeah, Naomi Osaka, because they have the face of her for the Olympics. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking that shows like different identities. Like you can be both black and Japanese, and she played for Japan because I guess that's she got more support in the Japanese tennis community than in America. And I'm thinking that's good for her. Why be her angry? How dare you disrespect her? And she said that some people took away her black card because I'm thinking, well, you go where you have the most support exactly like and it's like that doesn't make sense as far as black people concerned because again america don't care about you like the systems here don't care about us so it's like you black people are worldwide thanks to slavery and immigration (laughs) exactly so like so what if that girl went i say all the more girl like if the japanese were like yes then yes girl go where you're wanted like and there was like a black uh, uh, runner from Italy so I'm thinking yes there's black people in Italy so I'm just happy thinking there's more than just black people in Africa there's black people in Europe as well um, I think most of the French uh, soccer team is black Get so it. I'm thinking uh, congratulations there you go so again black first before America y'all. yeah I think it's America that's great USA only time I do the USA chant Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the only time. We're gonna move on though. Uh Tyson Foods, you know, the 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 place that makes all your kids chicken nuggies, um, <laughs> said that uh y'all hoes need to be vaccinated if you want to come to work. Okay. <laughs> They're the uh they joined the vast a lot of the bigger companies that have decided that they are requiring vaccinations, including um the veteran services of the united states of america um disney world uh (laughs) i believe also google Google. corporate google Mm -hmm. they don't care about their independent contractors uh but uber yeah uber google Mm -hmm. not sure about the other big company that's a look it up yeah but those are just a couple um and so you know of course people are outraged about this how dared you okay so it brings up the question should companies be able to require vaccinations 
for COVID nights or any vaccination whatsoever? I mean, for me, yes. It's not like mandatory vaccines are a new thing. Like to go to public schools, we have to be vaccinated. To go to colleges, especially in Texas, you need to be vaccinated. And when I want to just shadow a hospital, I had to be vaccinated, especially if you want to do international travel, you have to be vaccinated. So it's not like mandatory vaccines are a new thing. And I'm thinking, and if a lot of people say, oh, freedom of choice, I mean, you have the freedom to not get vaccinated and they also have freedom of firing you, because especially a lot of red states are at will states. So yeah, we're at at will states. So I'm thinking, okay, you don't want to get vaccinated. I don't, I have the freedom to fire you. So great. I mean, yes, it sucks ass, but I'm thinking freedom of speech, freedom of expression, all this freedom has consequences as well. So I'm thinking I'm okay with companies um, requiring vaccinations because I'm thinking if you don't want to get vaccinated and work for that company, great. You can also work for another company. I mean, yes, it's heartless, but I'm just thinking that's the logic. Right, girl, like go somewhere else then. Like there's a reason that companies will bring in nurses to give the flu shot. It's because they're basically saying you better get the flu shot, ho, because what we're not about to have you do is come in here and infect everyone else and ruin our bottom line, bitch. Okay. Yeah. What's so angry about it? Cause thinking, Oh, I don't trust the vaccine cause it's experimental. But when you get infected with COVID, the treatment for COVID-19 is experimental. I'm thinking you think they know what to do, like, oh, what medicine to give you, hydroxychloroquine, that's experimental. Remdesivir, that's experimental. The the ventilators, that's also experimental. So I'm just thinking you're going to either take your chance with the vaccine or you're going to take the chances on what treatment the doctor will give you when you get infected with COVID-19. Plus, we're not even talking about the effect of long collars, of like people who are 100% healthy, who have fucked up lungs now. Right, yeah. But y'all don't care about that. All y'all care about is, I don't even know. Like, what do y'all care about? Like, if somebody who listens to the show, which I has highly doubt that, but anybody who listens to the show and, like, wants to just tell me why you refuse to get the vaccine, please let me know because, like, it still doesn't make sense to me. Like, I feel like y'all have given me reasons and, like, my brain is like, okay, and like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, unless you're practically a hermit, then yeah. You must not want to go outside that badly. Um, <laughs> we're gonna move on. Speaking of COVID, um, Delta is now like Disney and they have a plus on the end of their name. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Delta Plus variant now, bitches. South mm-hmm. Korea's disease control prevention agency said that Tuesday. Um, and uh, I'm pretty sure we have it over here in Texas. We have yeah. some, uh, and so does California. So guess what? That means we're in code red. Um, <laughs> so uh, my question is uh, to you, Belmars, should they just like, why are they adding pluses and minuses though? Like, <laughs> is, this, is it a math equation? Honey? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm guessing with my limited uh, knowledge of biology, I guess one thing about with the sciences, the more you learn to realize you learn how much little you know so i'm thinking they just probably adding pluses and minuses where it's like okay the delta evolved so therefore i guess plus has some i guess could be resistant to the vaccines and minuses may not (laughs) so i'm guessing it's like different types of i guess markers on the delta variant kind of like with blood types like o positive o negative so it's probably presence of certain parts of the uh virus 
Oh God, I sound like a drunk ass Bill Nye explaining this, but uh, yeah. So I'm thinking, I'm just going to start blaming you people that are unvaccinated. It's mutating. And I'm afraid what happens, it becomes like a super virus. And then all our like people who actually follow the fucking rule, who wear masks, wash your hands, get vaccinated. Maybe all that might just be mute, mm-hmm. a moot, moot point, mm-hmm. not mute. Well, yeah, mute you fucking bastards. But yeah. A moot. Yeah, <laughs> stop talking. I hate y'all. But like, <laughs> yeah, it'll be a moot point. I understand. Yes. Um. Oh, listen, I just, why are we adding pluses to shit? <laughs> why, why can't it? And then there's a lambda. I'm just tired of y'all. Like, we didn't need math to go on top of the the, the variant. Okay, it's already confusing enough. Y'all suck. Yeah, well, um, Greek letters have math. So, yeah. Reminds me of fucking calculus. Right. I hate the hated calculus. <laughs> See, y'all are making it harder for me to go outside and you're making me do math. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I was good at math. I guess kind of like referencing last week's passions. Just I was just kind of nurtured by the older adult. Like, oh, you're so good at math and science. So I went to math and science. I was not nurtured that way. I, I, nope. Um, <laughs> we're going to move on to good news now. Rihanna is a billionaire, bitches. Woo, look at that. <laughs> um, she's a fit, we're billionaire, not off her music though. Obviously it's off of Fenty. Um, she said, I am a business woman. Okay. Fenty skin, Fenty beauty, Fenty lingerie, Savage Chicks, Fenty. All right. So my question to you is, do you think Rihanna will ever put out another piece of music again? Go. <laughs> I'm going to say no. Kind of like a lot of performers don't have to. Like Jay-Z, right. he became a billionaire. He doesn't make much music anymore. And I'm just thinking if you want that billionaire status, I mean, yeah, uh, eat the rich, but probably eat Rihanna differently. Like eat that ass. I don't know. Yeah, eat that ass like it's the groceries. <laughs> So I'm thinking I'm proud, I guess, of her hard work ethic, but probably, you know, start maybe be like Dolly Parton and like start donating because she does a lot for Barbados and she donates back to the island and she uh, contributes to the community. So I really hope that she probably contributes more to the community, probably spread the wealth around. But I guess good job, Rihanna. That's right. Let me say her name right. It's it's Rihanna. I'm sorry. Yeah, because she pronounces as Rihanna. I'm sorry, girl. Your name is Rihanna, and congratulations to you. I'm very proud. Um, you could never make another piece of music again, and I would be fine with that. I'm not the Navy, okay, girl. Like I don't require that you make music for me anymore. You just go out here and you make your money, girl, because you deserve. Um, so the yeah. last one you put out was like anti, and I still love anti. Right. Just put all the Rihanna albums on repeat and enjoy yourselves, girls and boys. Because, like, that girl, again, like I said about Simone Biles, she don't owe y'all nothing. Like, (laughs) she did her work. She did her mandatory album count. And then she said, peace out. I'm going to do something I actually like. Because y'all have, I feel like, y'all made her not like mute making music anymore <laughs> like the her label and maybe some of her fans i'm not gonna lie made her go mm, do i want to keep doing music i don't think so yeah i think she probably got her start in music but i'm thinking okay whatever i don't have to do music become a billionaire because not even beyonce's a billionaire jay-z is but she isn't right but guess what i wouldn't be surprised if she was next because she again is a business woman 
Yeah, so she could probably make some money from Ivy Park. You realize, okay, you know what? Screw you, Adidas. I'm going to make my own independent label and then probably start printing money. Yeah, girl. If she wanted to, she just, it's just about when she wants to make that move, honestly. I'm going to be waiting. She's a Virgo. They know (laughs) how to make money, okay? Same thing with Michael Jackson. Surprisingly, and of all the dead celebrities, he's still number one. He's making the most money in death. So that's crazy. His estate must be thrilled about that. God. Yes. Um, oh shit. Let me not break my box. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, young Miami of the duo City Girls is dating Diddy. I think is she dating him? I don't know, but she was spotted with P. Diddy, who, if you don't know, is an old man. Um, <laughs> an elder man with elder children. Um, she was kicking it, and young Miami is younger than me and I'm 27 um <laughs> so that's all you need to know um and so I ask you why do you think she's with him <laughs> do you think it's the money it could be status because I know Lori Harvey uh dated uh P Diddy's son and then she herself dated P Diddy right so I'm guessing maybe status but I'm just okay. thinking, okay, but especially with age gap relationships that especially that are more than like 15 years, yeah. I'm immediately sus. I'm thinking, what do y'all have in common? Exactly. Like I, listen, you girls who are just like, oh, but I love him. I'm like, do you love him or do you love the things that he gives you? It's okay yes. if it's- And insane. also if you're younger than like 18, you're dating a guy in his 20s thinking, oh, he likes me because I'm so mature from your age. I'm thinking, no, no that's no. not it. He just, I I mean, if he's not dating girls his own age, it's kind of, that's a red flag for me. That's what I'm saying. Like if you're, and if your reasons are good, like you go up to a man, you're like, why are you dating? Like you're like, you're about to hit your forties and you're dating a girl that's barely 20. It's like, why aren't you dating women in their thirties? Like what's wrong with you? So you don't want a woman. Basically you want a girl. Like, just say Mm -hmm. that. Just say that. Look me in my eyes though. Or widen them. Well, just, just kidding. But I'm just saying, um, I don't know. I don't know what Diddy is doing out here. I did. You know what? As long as he's not having multiple children like Nick Cannon, I guess, like, find your bliss, follow your bliss, sir. But like, I still a little sus. Like, you leave these young girls alone. Okay, okay. Um, what else do I have? Mike Richards, who is the executive producer of Jeopardy um who was formerly hosted by rest in peace alex trebek um, and has had a slew of guest hosted hosts including but not limited to the in fantastic i'm gonna say her name wrong but i'm gonna try really hard mayim bilik who yeah. played uh, uh amy fair fowler Yes, yep. and she herself actually has a PhD yes. in neurobiology. In neurobiology, as well as LeVar Burton, our everyone, every millennial's favorite reading rainbow. Yes, reading uh, rainbow, and also Jordi LaForge of Star Trek The Next Generation. Exactly, also hosted. Um, but instead, they picked this stale-ass white man, and so that I've never heard of, and that everyone on the internet was like, who? Like, <laughs> when it happened? And so to that, I say, do you think that it's um that it's like basically him pushing an agenda like he's like i'm gonna hire myself do you think it's gonna happen do you think he's gonna hire himself i think possibly he could because you know he has this strange connection to do it but i'm thinking does he have the charisma of alex trebek no 
I don't know this man. I can't say that. But like, <laughs> again, I'm like, who are you? That's what I'm saying. This, this is a good follow up question. Do you feel like people who are hosts of television shows need to be well known before they're host of a show? Of a, of a, um, or not a television show, but like a game show. I mean, of a game show, I don't think they have to be well known. I'm just thinking probably you can probably like be from a niche environment. Let's say you had your start on YouTube sure. and then you get on a game show and then probably connect. I'm thinking it depends how well you connect with the audience, yeah. your charisma, how you carry it. I'm thinking probably that's how you create a name for yourself. So you don't always have to be um, famous because I know Alex Trebek before uh, he did other game shows. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, see, like, I feel like I knew Alex Trebek from Nothing But Jeopardy. Just like I did it, I have no idea what the hell, like, Pat Sajak did before Wheel of Fortune. Like, apparently he's a comedian, but he's not funny, so I don't get it. Like, <laughs> how? How? You're, you, you're not funny. Um, so, you, um, I agree. I don't feel like they have to be well-known. Uh, I don't feel like it should be this stale-ass white man though you had literally you had a woman who was amazing and you know it's funny because she was funny on uh big bang theory and also she's brilliant again as you said she has a degree in neurobiology yes yeah neurobiology either neuro well something yeah neurobiology or neuroscience some neuroscience okay a neuroscience degree she's smarter than me that's all i know um (laughs) and then well you have lavar burton which like hello like it's lavar burton the most soothing voice he also gives off alex trebek like vibes like everything he says is something that he already knows like that was a thing that alex trebek did well like every time he'd be like oh i'm sorry it was actually venom like he would say it like oh i already knew that and i didn't read that off a card like yeah, was- I'm thinking, yes. I mean, he even called like I remember he called like a nerd a loser. Like, you know, we're just nerds and we make raps about you know not getting dates and nerdy things. Like, so you're losers then. <laughs> but no, but he doesn't get backlash. He's not controversial. I'm thinking he's kind of like that older, I guess, nice white man, mm-hmm. almost like a uh Mr. Rogers. So I'm thinking, okay, he's nice. He's fun. He can be funny in a serious, because he just comes with a serious, almost like a Larry King. Mm-hmm. So I'm just thinking kind of like that brand of white man, <laughs> if you can bring that. Okay, okay, I'm here. Oh man, um, yeah, so please don't hire this white man. That's the moral of the story. Like you have so many other great talented people that you had host the show. Hell, I would eat, no, I was gonna say you could pick that man that won all that money from like Jeopardy as the host, but then I was like, that's also a white man. Please just don't pick a white man. I'm tired of white people hosting game shows. God, pick someone else. Yes, unless they choose someone toxic. Cause I know Terry Crews probably has some issues but I'm thinking, and then also, I know Tyra Banks, she was hosting uh, America's, uh, uh, so you think in dance, oh, America's Got Talent, or it, oh yeah, she hosted one season of yeah. America's Got Talent. And oh, then, and she, oh, you're saying she was also on, um, Kiss, is not so you think you can dance, no, no, um, the other one, World yeah, of Dance? Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, Damn, I forgot what the another dancing show reality. It's show. a show where they dance. Damn it, um, dancing with the celebrities. So hmm? dancing with the stars. Yeah, dancing with the stars. There we go. We I got there. Still, 
Yeah, I think she's still hosting it. They say it's a little bit awkward. Um, would I want Tyra Beggs to host anything? Uh, maybe, probably not. I mean, yes, I loved her in America's Next Top Model. Um, I loved her in Life Size, and she was pioneer for a lot of like black women in the modeling industry, but also felt like the way that she treated like black models, she's kind of like withholding the same standard of toxicity that yeah. comes with it on like black models. And a lot of the clips didn't age well. America's not top model. Oh my God, like it was terrible. Um, but yeah, like just don't pick a boring white man and don't pick someone toxic. That's my advice to you, okay? Again, love Harper. Just pick LaVar Burton for fuck's sake. Okay, he did well. All right. Um, moving on to another black man. Um, Dr. Drake's estranged daughter says she can't afford an apartment, is living out her rental car, um, which of course got people talking online. I don't know all the details of the story, but from that line alone, I'm my question that I kind of sparked was um if you make it quote unquote are you required to bring your family with you i guess if you make it i think it's like your child then yeah you are required um but i'm just thinking but if like everyone else let's say hypothetically we made and thinking oh you need to take care of your cousin or your siblings thinking probably not them <laughs> so i'm not sure i, I heard also from one side that she's had bad with with money management mm -hmm. so I don't think you have to and I know like Jackie Chan he has well two children one that an uh, illegitimate daughter who wants nothing to do with him and then a son um he said he's not gonna leave anything to him because I know he's been his son actually got in trouble a lot uh got believe got arrested for drugs so i'm not sure i don't think you have to bring them up mm -hmm. i'm not sure if they have to say okay instead of like leeching off my fame you need to learn from yourself i'm thinking you don't always have to be the hard lessons because i'm not sure what struggles she's going through or whatever like that because if you have like drug issues or she like betrayed his trust and thinking right. okay i can no longer support your lifestyle then i'm not going to help you right. but if it's just like Dr. Dre's just an ass right of course he should probably do more to protect his daughter yeah I don't know all of the I don't know all of the the details either I I guess I'm in like a kind of like uh, shaky place here because on one hand it is your child but then on the other hand there's like I don't think that people who have money should raise their child with the expectations that they're going to be taking care of the, for the rest of their life off of their own money, right? Like, it doesn't teach you responsibility, right? Because money doesn't, like, last forever, right? Like, there, something can always happen to where even if you were set, like, let's just say, like, Rihanna, Rihanna has children, sorry, Rihanna, Rihanna has children, <laughs> and, like, they and she's a billionaire now but like something happens to her money and the children decided they didn't want to do anything and now they're broke and they're living on the street so it's just kind of like on one hand sure like if they need help with something but at the same time I feel like you need to know independence and you also need to know that you need to know how to take care of yourself if I can't yes because so. like that's that's the job of a parent, right? At the end of the day, it's like, I'm trying to raise you to be a functioning human being in this society. Like, and 
of course, like if you're down on your luck and like you have absolutely no other way, then obviously I will help you. But like, you know, like I can't keep help bailing you out and bailing you out when you're making the same decisions over and over and over again. And yeah. it's like, I've told you like that you, you need to stop that or I'm trying to give you advice or da, 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 and you're not listening. Like at some point, I'm sorry, you got to fall on your face a little yeah. bit. And I know that sounds harsh, but at the same time, some people need that to learn. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, yeah, so I understand like if she's like bad with money. So Dr. Dre, something happens to him and he passes down wealth and she like wasted, let's say she's bad with money. Then of course I can understand like him kind of cutting off his daughter. Cause I know his daughter's like probably in her thirties or forties. I, I haven't checked it up yet. But uh, she's pretty, I guess, a grown-ass adult. So I'm thinking yep. grown-ass adult needs to probably learn, like, grown-ass skills. So put your big girl panties on, learn how the world works. Because I understand, yes, you need that generational wealth. It does help. Right. I'm thinking if you don't know how to, like, manage money or, I guess, get help for whatever issue you have. Let's say if you're, like, addicted to spending mm -hmm. or drugs and you just blow it all away. If you have, like, poor money management skills, I can understand, like, not wanting to help his daughter versus okay or him just being an ass so i'm just kind of leaning on the side that probably she needs to learn how to like manage money and different things so he's probably thinking okay i try to do every other way you have to learn the hard way right yeah i would say just err on the side of caution with that um yeah no uh and last but not least the suicide squad came out the second mm -hmm. suicide squad came out on friday as we all know um wb the warner brothers studio not that great at their their you know their movies for superheroes their dceu as they call it not as great as the mceu um but even though i said that king shark is gonna be in this one <laughs> as well as a couple of other interesting villains and so i ask you with this smorgasbord of weird ass D-list ass villains being led by Harley Quinn, would you watch the Suicide Squad movie? Yeah, because I think this new one's a little bit better. Because one, they had the um, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy, mm -hmm. and if you remember, with the original Suicide Squad, they were about to make it all serious and dingy. But then Guardians mm -hmm. of the Galaxy came out, and they say, okay, let's just change a lot of shit last minute. So like. The Joker got cut out and a lot of shit got cut out because they're trying to keep up with Guardians of the, the, Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. So then this time they have the actual director of Guardians of the Galaxy. So therefore, I think it's a little bit more campy, more fun. So I think with the director of Guardians of the Galaxy directing this new Suicide Squad and they just pretend that the old Suicide Squad didn't happen, I think it's probably be better because, you know, they have like bigger named celebrities like Idris Elba, mm -hmm. uh, the invisible guy named John Cena's in there. So... <laughs> Yes, I'm not gonna let that joke die. Can't see him. I can't see him. Where is he? Um, <laughs> yes, I too will probably watch it again because I watched the Harley Quinn series like all the way through. I'm excited for the third season. It was really good. You should check it out. Like if anybody likes DC out there and will openly admit it, like y'all should check it out on HBO Max. It's pretty good. Um, there are a lot of characters in the Suicide Squad from there. Um, and I'm kind of interested to see how the portrayal works. The portrayals work so like i'm gonna be watching it because i love goofy shit and i love dc as well fuck y'all yes like it's great some a lot of fans actually like both so it's not like a giant war between us nerds dc's better no 
Marvel's better. No, Dark Horse. Man, <laughs> Archie's comics. <laughs> right. So everybody just love everybody else and read all the comic books and give all these people money. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, James Gunn, don't let me down. Um, but with that, we're going to take a quick break so I can get more water. I need hydration. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back. <laughs> we're back. Yay. And I guess with wedding season now the way uh my partner Verizium rep he keeps suggesting if we ever get married that we should do a taco bell wedding in vegas i'm thinking no i mean don't get me wrong taco bell is okay i mean i'll eat taco bell if there's nothing else like i'm going on a road trip mm -hmm. i mean my top choice is mcdonald's because that's just the standard or taco bell or or I'll make take my chance with the mom pop shop so oh, yeah so far, I'm a no on the Taco Bell wedding, but he also discussed, okay, maybe we can do a courtroom wedding because he's an introvert. I'm like, nah, I kind of have a biggest family to be disappointed. <laughs> I know they'll get rid of, uh, get over it, but still, it's the, the principle of the matter. Yes, and that brings us to our, our question, though, because see, our first question, rather, um, is getting married now if y'all don't know um millennials not getting married the way that people used to if you don't uh people love to say that um we literally are killing the wedding industry <laughs> because we're just not getting married the way that people used to be getting married and it's kind of interesting like i wonder why you know i thought about that i'm like i wonder why and then i also wondered about the ways that like millennials kind of were looking at weddings and like the reasons why they would get married and and why they wouldn't i remember i read an article a long time ago where it was talking about uh more millennials like think of weddings as kind of like a business transaction like a lot of them are not even getting married to like partners perhaps that like they're physically intimate with or that they love in a romantic way they may just be getting right. married to like friends for the benefits that the government gives you and um i mean i can't say i'm mad at it but like you know like they were getting married for financial reasons so um but for a couple of just quick facts for y'all, the median age um, at first marriage for millennials <laughs> now is 27 uh, for women, 29 for men. Um, it used to be 20 and 23 in 1960. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, and it says an unprecedented, now when was this written, this article? That's a good question. But an unprecedented portion of millennials remain unmarried through the age of 40. Um, and the marriage rate might drop to a 70%, which was below the rate for boomers, late boomers and Gen Xers, which are all in the 80s um, to lower 90s. Um, let's see. Um, why people aren't getting married. Research about this trend draws panic on the internet. Um, why 25% of millennials will never get married. Oh, interesting. Uh, more folks under 35 will be single forever. Oh, no, God. <laughs> anyway. um, a lot of things uh, could contribute to this. This, this 
article from Bentley EDU um, states that uh, young couples are opting to live together, put off marriage for later, which is true. I can say personally, I have a, my, the middle child actually has a girlfriend that he's had for nearly a decade and they just live together and they're not married. Um, um, yes. And then I know my oldest sister who's an older millennial probably won't get married because she doesn't love them hoes as she lovingly tells me right all the time she's so funny um but yeah like it's it's a question of like why like you know why get married for a lot of people that's the thing because I think a lot of um, a lot of people's fear is, you know, the um, prenups. There's a lot of like argument about prenuptial agreements. Um, it's about the divorce rate because the divorce rate, you know, like the marriage rate was high in like the 1960s, and up, but the divorce rate is also high. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's probably because of like boomers and millennial, uh, well, not boomers, I think boomers and not millennials, but actually I want to say Gen Xers, because mm-hmm. I think marriage laws changed around that time. Mm-hmm. So therefore women get a lot more opportunity because I think it's quite recent, I want to say in the 70s and 80s, mm-hmm. where women were able to open their own bank accounts and start making their own money. So, okay, I don't need to marry a man just to be financially secured. So, right. So you don't have to get married for the bag. And I guess the role of marriage also changed. So I guess, like you said, the question comes, why get married? Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are scared off of marriage because like I, well, I guess I'm a child of divorce because my parents divorced when I was like six. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm thinking I'm going to take, because I won't take marriage so easily. And I'm thinking right. also I'm putting off marriage because I want to make sure I'm financially secured. So I don't have to rely completely on my partner because that's right. a lot of stress for them. Because traditional marriage of like, oh, man works and woman stays home, it probably is not going to work for me, to be honest. Right. And it doesn't work for a lot of people. And like, I don't think that it's worked for a very long time for people to be able to do that anyway. Um, Because again, like, I mean, we talked about this before in other podcasts, on other, on like other episodes of the podcast for other reasons, but like the, the, the cost of living has gone up like and the minimum wage is not um so a lot of people you have to be a, a dual income household like that doesn't yeah. like especially if you have a kid or if you have a kid like most people if you don't make six figures if one of y'all doesn't make six figures you can forget it like you can't have one person stay at home with the kid all the time both of y'all have to go work so you can combine make six figures to be able to take care of yourselves and this child so it's right. like you know like you you like that 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 that's important in a marriage to be able to have like you know the american quote unquote dream like a white picket fence in a suburban ass neighborhood that's not cheap i can tell you yeah. right now my dad sells houses um if you want a house in a nice neighborhood in texas like in the houston area you are not paying less than four hundred thousand dollars right you're not and that's for a single story house with a couple of nice bedrooms and bathrooms and not that big of a yard, child. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. Like in a nice neighborhood, like that's how much you're gonna pay. It's not right. cheap. And again, like 
you need both those incomes so you can pay that mortgage every month and those bills and maintain those HOA fees and all that shit. Like that's not and like eat and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And then I guess it also comes with a lot of expectations because I guess us millennials don't like labels of thinking, oh, we're married, married. <laughs> well, and I mean, yeah, that's a good question because the culture now is like, you know, a lot of people will talk about dating apps and like how it gives people too much freedom of choice, right? You're like, you're like, oh, I may be dating this one person now, but what if there's somebody better out there? It's always like, is there somebody better? Is there somebody better? Let me keep swiping. Let me keep swiping. And then I think a lot of, I think men now are also realizing that, you know, they don't have to be married. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't have to be married. Like, um, in especially like I think a lot of men will also argue they're like uh, they're not made to be monogamous people or whatever and so they're like what is the point of marriage or whatever when a lot of the times they're not socialized to care about marriage like women are socialized to care about marriage they're socialized to plan their weddings to like dream about it and kids and a house and all of that is kind of like tossed upon the woman. The man's only job is to be able to make money so that the woman can do all in a, in a heteronormative obviously relationship. Like, so the woman can now keep your house, keep your kids and all of that. You give her a wedding and she'll continue your legacy quote unquote or whatever. Right. So it's just kind of like the millennials, especially younger millennials and then Gen Zers don't have those same desires or expectations like they'll. But I still think like it's not because they don't want the companionship because, you know, you'll see a lot of millennials and like, of course, Gen Zers like immediately move because they're young like we're young, like we're moving in with our partners, probably maybe way too early. Like I have. I have older relatives that are just kind of like, oh, gasp, moving <laughs> in together. Don't let them, don't let them get the milk for free when they should buy the cow. Like, which I fucking hate. Like, I hate when people say that shit. Yeah. Um, so yes, it also depends like region too. Cause I'm thinking if you come from like a traditional family, I guess it's not odd for people to get married. Cause I'm thinking, well, cause we are more like a suburban urban area mm-hmm. where it's not weird for people to like live together for like financial reasons. Like, okay, uh, my roommate moved out. We can probably just move to move in together and just split an apartment mm-hmm. and just cohabitate for like different reasons. But it's outside of marriage. It gets out of convenience, financial, I guess, stability, et cetera, et cetera. And a lot of people are realizing we should probably live together first and before we get married, because, you know, the case of people who've been dating for a long time, but once they move in together, they realize they're not compatible at all. And that's why in 2020, there are so many divorces, child, because people were forced to stay home and they'd never been home with their, like in in contact with their partner for that long of a time. They didn't live together. They didn't know how their, their partner like was, you know what I'm saying? And that close contact in terrible Mm -hmm. situations, that's what they say. That's why a lot of people will say travel with your partner like yeah. and see them at their worst so you know what you're getting like you know what I'm saying like when you like yeah. so like maybe the divorce rates will go down you know what I'm saying and they do I think I think in our generation according to this article they have the divorce rate has gone down because again we're not getting we're not jumping into marriage or whatever yeah. but 
I mean, yeah, there are. So I think for anybody who's thinking about getting married, you should know why you want to get married. Like right. the big- what marriage means to you. Right. And I guess something sad because my partner works at this accounting firm and a lot of people come into work to just get away from their families. Right. So I'm just thinking, so a lot of people probably comes with the idea of a like, uh, marriage is like a death sentence. So I guess probably a good portion of men, maybe even women get scared off of marriage for that reason. Right. I think, I think if you don't want to get married, don't get married. First of all, don't let society talk you into completing this milestone. And that should be an upfront thing that you have with your partner when you meet them. Like, I don't care how much you love a person. Like if you don't, that should be a deal breaker. If you go into a relationship and well, let's just say this heteronormative because that's what we're talking in terms of here. Mm-hmm. You go into a relationship, you're a man, you meet a woman and she's like, I want to, bitch, this is the wrong plug. <laughs> <laughs> I had this thing plugged in the home. Like, why is my, my, my laptop dying? It's the wrong plug. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, sorry. I put myself off track. Um. If you go into a relationship, you're talking to a woman and you realize that she wants to get married and you don't. Right. Stop talking to her. Right. Because if you know, like, that's a deal breaker, if you stop talking to her, you can't give her what she wants and she can't give you what you want because you'll think that maybe you'll want it, you know, at some point and you'll get into a marriage and you'll just hurt the both of you because you didn't actually want to get married. And now you feel like this is a death sentence or right. a jail sentence and you're miserable and so is she and y'all be getting a divorce and don't let you have a child on top of that because that doesn't make anything better either yeah and i think also marriage also doesn't play a role because a lot of people can be single parents and Mm -hmm. like raise kids better than if they were in relationship Mm -hmm. because i know my dad as a single parent he was better off raising my brother and i uh better off versus okay if he was married to like some woman he doesn't like because i'm guessing my dad's very stubborn Mm-hmm. I'm also very stubborn. We're all very stubborn family. So kind of mm-hmm. have like a woman outside of our family telling them what to do is that's not his style. And mm-hmm. I don't like that either. Who are you? You're not my mama. <laughs> so yeah. And so I forgot where I'm going with this, but yeah, I'm so marriage. I'm thinking why I get married? So I guess that's a major big question us millennials are asking. I'm thinking is, and also we need to separate marriage and the wedding because I know yes. a lot of people feel different about the wedding because um, my partner, he's a shy guy. He likes small weddings. Mm-hmm. Me, I don't mind a biggish wedding because I'm thinking which family to invite, which family not to invite. And I guess another role is what do you expect out of marriage? So I'm thinking mm-hmm. for like, says heteronormative family uh marriage uh thinking oh well if you become my wife you have to stay home get a homemaker but you're not dating a homemaker and i think it's also important to ask those questions early on like Mm -hmm. what does marriage mean to you what roles do you see yourself as a wife versus as a girlfriend because in my opinion yeah it should be different that you know Mm -hmm. if i become a wife i mean not everything would change but i'm just thinking more expectation comes in since the marriage because for me marriage is more like coming together as families right um and not just me because i'm thinking in a relationship i guess dating wise just between two people exactly 
right? Like you don't have to involve your family as far as dating rights until you get to that point where you're like, oh, we're serious. We're thinking about getting married. And then that's when families start getting blended together. And that's when things start getting serious. But yeah, I agree. Like you should discuss those things and you should discuss, even if you are a couple who both want to stay together, you want long-term things, it, sh- it should be noted like, okay, like what benefits even come out of marriage for us? Are we doing it for financial reasons? Because a lot of people do. They'll be like, oh, let me get married to this person that I love, uh, hopefully. <laughs> um, Because, you know, we get tax breaks. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm tempted to get married for insurance reasons. There you go. <laughs> like, you have good health insurance. I have like shitty ass Blue Cross Blue Shield. Yes, I'm calling out Blue Cross Blue Shield. You know who you are, but that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, are we getting married for the insurance, the tax breaks? Like, because it's great. Because I have to, um, I'm not going to stress it, even though I haven't been married. Love is not enough. Yes. <laughs> love is not enough. It's not enough. I, listen, I'm going to tell you right now, even though this is not a romantic sense, but I mean, like, I love my family. I don't want to live with any of them for the rest of my life. Like my mom is threatening, like my, my family says this very threatening thing to me all the time about if my brother doesn't get married, the eldest one, big head, if you don't get married, he's going to have to live with me. And I'm like, the fuck he is. <laughs> no, he's not. I'm not going to take care of that grown ass Negro. I'm not doing- <laughs> Arrange marriage for that man. Right. Like I'll arrange a marriage for his ass. You know what my cousin said today before he left? He's like, please find your big headed brother, a girlfriend or a wife. And I said, get out of here. <laughs> because like, listen, but I'm just saying like, if it's just like, you know, you have to know what benefits. Again, you have to talk about those roles. And love is not enough. And it's not, it's not going to be enough at the end of the day. Like you can love somebody, you can love somebody and still want to divorce their ass. Yes. Like you, I love you, but you still, oh shit, who the fuck is calling? Yes, you can love someone, but I'm thinking you have to talk about the big issues. Politics, um, kids, uh, religion, because you know, some people, okay, I wasn't raised religious, but I want to become religious for the kids. Right. Um, Public school versus private school, especially, um, I'm in an interracial relationship. So I'm thinking we have probably need to have that conversation about race. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I also want my partner to help out with kids. So he probably needs to learn how to do my hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause you know, black hair is different from every types of hair, especially if it's extra curly. Like my hair is like 4C. Yes. I mean, his hair is curly, like 3C. Yeah, um, his hair is kind of like mine. Yeah, like 3B, 3C. But it is poofy and I definitely want to sit down and also roll a family. Which family would you feel comfortable around kids? Which one you won't? Which family you want to invite to the wedding? Which one we should not? Or I guess in our marriage as well, because it's a whole thing. Yeah, because um, your family comes with you in your marriage, um, especially when kids are involved because you know, who do I want around my kids? Who do I not want around my kids? You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, like that's a good point. We were supposed to be talking about weddings today. Um, but like to the to the wedding question, um, y'all are doing too much when it comes to weddings, in my opinion, in my opinion. So let's talk about the actual event. Because we're talking about marriage. So the two of y'all decide we want to get married. That's amazing. That's great. Um, 
and you're like okay let's have a have a wedding day and i understand like it's important again like women have been socialized to care a shit ton about like uh uh weddings more than men do or whatever but um yeah some of these traditions that y'all put in some of these things y'all fixate on are a little too much for me so let's talk budget belmars <laughs> <laughs> let's talk budget and let's get some facts and figures rolling what 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 do you think the average budget for a wedding is well, from what I remember Googling, probably some people say it's up to like $15,000, probably even $20,000. I'm thinking that, goddamn, it costs as much as a tuition at a in-state college, university. So I'm thinking, yeah, some people do extra, but there are been talks about micro-weddings and eloping. Mm -hmm. That's true. The average cost for a wedding, according to the knot, is twenty two thousand five hundred dollars as of in twenty twenty one, and I assume that that number is a little bit lower because of it's gone up from twenty twenty because ain't nobody was having weddings. Yeah, I saw a lot of people like eloping in Colorado and like news feeds. I'm thinking, damn, maybe right. I might do that elope and then have the party later. Yeah, have the party later. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But in twenty nineteen, it was twenty eight thousand. So that's what I'm saying. Like it's fluctuating, but it's probably going to go back up. But like, so that's the average cost for wedding. I'm telling y'all right now, I'm not spending more than $10,000. If I can get away with spending less than $10,000, that'd be great. Yeah, there's a good subreddit called Weddings Under 10K. We'll probably talk more about it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm thinking probably negotiate shit. <laughs> right. And then, right, like negotiating. And then like, that's also a question of who pays for it. Because traditionally, it's the bride's family. But a lot more recently, we've been having, um, you know, the couple will split it, perhaps. Maybe the groom's family will give uh, a little bit of money. Um, so you talk about that while I go get my plug. Like, what your thoughts about that? Yeah, I mean, I've been to one wedding uh, that is a African-American Trini wedding where the groom's family actually surprised uh, supply the food and the bride's family just paid by the venue and they actually had the reception at her brand new house that she built up my auntie so it could just be okay the groom's family cater it and then I guess the bride's family just I guess do the traditional stuff like venues and other stuff but it is a good conversation you probably need to sit down thinking what bride family does what because I know traditionally like you said uh the bride's family uh provides like the venue pay for the majority of the stuff and the groom family probably just provides like food or something like that so or and but yeah I know the couple actually pays a lot for the wedding so yeah and I guess if you have like multiple ceremonies like an interfaith marriage or like Indian or Nigerian weddings where like last for fucking days so sometimes shit oh weddings in different cultures are amazing to look at and like the money now see this is a average cost of wedding in the U.S. we're not even talking about out of the because I've seen like there's a Netflix show called The Big Day. Y'all should check it out if you ever want to see extravagant. Like yeah, every I'm single sucker wedding. for wedding shows. Yes, me too. But extravagant, girl. Like you think that watching like house or wedding, what's that freaking uh, show called that we watched where they had to pick uh, marriage or mortgage? 
you think watching marriage or mortgage where these people are negotiating prices like on thirty thousand dollars for a wedding is bad child indian weddings they'd be written out whole cities and it's like how did you do that girl <laughs> yeah I'm like renting elephants and shit right like they like they literally had their names projected on the side of a building i'm like that hole had to have cost ten thousand dollars which is the old the maximum amount of my budget listen no thank you but it's like i mean yeah like so as far as budget goes Again, obviously work within your means because I've seen way too many people like bankrupt themselves off of trying to put together an event that only lasts one day. And so like, I think the important part of this is, are you doing this for you or are you doing this to impress other people? Yeah. And I guess it's a lot of pressure, especially from like family, like, oh, I don't want my son and or daughter to go to this raggedy ass wedding. So you need to like pump things up. And then of course people invite people and I guess the culture. So yeah, there's a lot that goes into a fucking wedding. There's a lot that goes into it. We're gonna break it down and we're gonna break it down. So let's talk about the thing that like women like over and that's the dress. (laughs) That's the dress. so how much would you be willing to spend on a dress belmars I'm, I'm i'm wondering uh i'd probably be spending maybe like three thousand on a dress three thousand is that your top item is that the thing where you'd be like we can spend money here uh probably well i think especially the venue because i also know the food i mean i probably have to like finesse a lot of people like hey hey you remember when i tagged you on instagram can i get some food for free <laughs> get it girl but yeah like wedding dresses whoo do they cost a lot um and then, I- of course i have broke friends no offense to my broke friends the economy isn't good for anyone so and then the bridesmaid dresses and then the makeup yeah oh okay let's talk about do you see how unstructured i am in my in my humble apology it's because i came back from a wedding yesterday and i'm still like trying to catch my brain up but let's talk about okay let's talk about traditions and then we'll go into okay Okay. so so bridesmaids picking bridesmaids <laughs> um a lot there's a trend that's been going on i think is with weddings like where you know brides will propose to their bridesmaids to like get them to come um and then i i saw a really popular i think it was a tiktok where a woman like had a whole sheet printed out and she went over the expectations before she asked people to be their bridesmaids her bridesmaids and like she was really talking about like how you know she didn't want them to feel pressured to be in it like financially like emotionally like you know and and things like that so um I think that's a good segue question is to like like as far as bridesmaids go like who are you picking and like what are you requiring right well no you don't have to tell me names of who you're picking how many people are you picking we know I'm gonna be in it but like not everyone else (laughs) like how many people are you picking and like what are you requiring are you requiring to get a certain dress a certain hairstyle because some brides are militant as fuck okay my cousin um militant (laughs) both of my cousins super militant because i've been in i've been invited to three weddings i've been in two both my cousins were like you need to look like this you need to buy this dress you need to you know what i'm saying your hair needs to be this way so like what are you do you think that's important like is uniformity important or 
are you chill? Like, you're- I mean, for most part, I guess outside looking in, it's not a lot of pressure. I'm pretty chill. Um, I haven't decided how many bridesmaids I want because it also depends how many groomsmen he has because uh, I don't want like 12 people on like my side and then the groom's only like three people. So I guess more like- <laughs> But you know that. your husband to be, he's an introvert. So maybe you should only pick three people. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be hard, but uh, I guess invite more people to the wedding so yeah, so I want to be very militant because I understand with a lot of my friends, they all comes in different shapes and sizes and hairstyles. So unless I can find like a hairstyle that compliments everyone. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because yeah. I know some people have long hair, some people have short hair and I also have other friends that like purple hair. Um, thinking, <laughs> I don't want to steal your rainbow idea, but yeah, I don't care too much about uh, uniformity right now. I guess planning my wedding depends how much people would I mean groomsmen so I just want to make sure it's equal with that I'm pretty sure all my uh partners friends you probably want to kill <laughs> or walk down the aisle I mean I know you don't hate them but they are something oh they're mm. uh I, I would say so as so I've been a bridesmaid twice um, I would say on the inside, <laughs> looking inside, um, I listen again, no shade to my cousin. I love y'all. I love both. They know who they are. If they listen to this, I love y'all. Y'all had too many damn bridesmaids. Uh, <laughs> you had too many. I was in both weddings. There were eight bridesmaids. I was like, that's too many people. Um, <laughs> We we do it half of that at my wedding, only four. <laughs> okay, I'm having four people. One of them is gonna be made of our three bridesmaids. Okay, I'm not doing all of this. <laughs> okay, um, but yeah, no, I feel like like outside looking in, it's a lot financially to ask of a person. First of all, to, to make them get a certain dress that again they probably never gonna wear again. Like yeah, again, I love you, cousin. I haven't worn that dress again. Yeah, I have a bridesmaid dress and I never wore it again. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not practical. Um, the hairstyles, I kind of get, like, you know, um, makeup also, too, I kind of get. But, like, certain shoes, certain jewelry, certain this, like, I feel like it's that's not important. Like, for me, like, just being able to enjoy my day and everybody else enjoying their day of the day, it's all I care about. As long as you're not looking raggedy on the aisle, like what does it matter? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I think as a bride, like good decorum would be, okay, like when I sit down to ask, okay, this is what I'm thinking. You know what I'm saying? If you are a militant bride and you're like, I want everybody to look like this, give them a price list. Like put together something like, okay, I want you in this dress. I want you in these shoes. I want you in this hair pieces, this jewelry, this makeup. Here's a breakdown of what it's probably gonna cost here's the like the trips we may go on because I went on for my my cousin's wedding so for my (laughs) cousin that got married for my first cousin that got married she did have a trip I didn't go because I was in college at the time and I didn't have no money uh so I didn't go you know what I'm saying but she disclosed that to me beforehand and I basically let her I can't go (laughs) so I wasn't familiar with her friends so like I was awkward. I was like, I don't want to go because I don't 
I don't know if I'm gonna have fun with you people. Um, but like <laughs> for my second cousin's wedding, I did go on her trip because like I had money. Like, you know what I'm okay. saying? So I was like, I'll go. You know what I'm saying? But like just close all your these are all the events I pretty much planned um to have with you guys. This is, you know, the cost is to be determined. This is a budget. This is what I'm thinking it's gonna cost. Yeah. And so, like you make that and you go, can you financially do this? Yes or no? Because yeah. I, I think that's just I think that's just proper decorum or whatever. And like, of course, with the maid of honor, especially if they've never been in a wedding, just like, ooh, shit, just like <laughs> give them <laughs> give them kind of like a rundown of what they're kind of expected to do. Because I mean, they've never been like, hey girl, like you're gonna have to hold my dress for me when I go to the bathroom, bitch. Right. Like, or like you're gonna have to, you know, have to do this. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's I think that's important. I think that's just proper. Um, because the one thing I will say about like, especially brides who plan their own weddings, y'all turn into people that I've never met before. <laughs> I don't know y'all people. Like we talk about going on trips with your significant others. So you can see them at their worst. If you're friends with somebody who's getting married, like you probably should go on the trip to see them at their worst when they're planning it so you can know what they're going to be like as a bride because like so if you like go on a trip with them before you agree to be their bridesmaid because they will put you through the ringer girl my period came early mm. because it's goddamn wedding because my my cousin was putting me through the the trenches and i was like what is this <laughs> like <laughs> And I don't think, I don't think she became like, uh, crazy, pull your hair out. But it was just kind of like, some people become forgetful. Some people become militant and controlling. Some people become like, just like, like loopy crazy or whatever. Like they lose their entire head or whatever. So it's important to, this is this person at the worst. And that's who you're going to see on the wedding day. This person at their absolute worst because they want everything to go right. And I need y'all to know that's not going to happen right it's not gonna happen i had to wait we were literally waiting to walk down we didn't walk down we were an hour late we were supposed to start at 5 30 we didn't we didn't go down the aisle till like 6 30 that wasn't our fault but it's circumstances like especially black people listen to me <laughs> i feel like i'm just going on a rant at this point <laughs> black people listen to me if you having a wedding that's just what's gonna happen okay i'm sorry like things are not gonna go as planned people are gonna show up late people you didn't even invite are gonna show up you'll be like what the fuck like because <laughs> i'm i mean i'm bad at shit i mean i show up late to shit and i know it's a bad stereotype i shouldn't fulfill and my partner he's half mexican half white and i guess he's more on his white side because he's always on time for shit <laughs> so i'm thinking sorry if i'm late wedding day <laughs> listen um okay uh brah i was gonna pull up wedding uh wedding do's and don'ts okay the other thing that like people always talk about at weddings is, is that uh um so we talked about this before the the podcast but it was the bridal toss like the bouquet toss and the garter toss and I think we were both like a hard no on the garter toss because like yeah. it's really like because if you don't know what a garter toss is I'm gonna explain it really quick mm-hmm. a garter toss is when a woman will wear a garter on her thigh uh, which is typically women wear long wedding dresses and so it's covered up and so the man will literally crawl up the woman's wedding dress 
pull the garter off of his teeth and then toss it to the single men in the audience. Um, and so I need y'all to understand that that shit is weird. <laughs> that shit is weird, especially because your family is there and you're basically just giving them something that your wife has sweated in like like off of her body like you just toss it to them you're like here you go here's here's the thing that my wife just wore searches her all of her like firm pheromones and shit are in it here's here it is like it's just like why are we still doing this (laughs) yes i do agree it's kind of weird because i'm thinking if i was the bride in that moment it is kind of awkward all eyes on me (laughs) and i'm thinking that's pretty close to my crotch that's what i'm saying and all the funk and everything so i'm thinking whatever single guy like a family friend maybe co-worker it's kind of just <laughs> i'm just kind of thinking too much into it thinking ouch i mean i'm pretty sure my partner would never invite anyone he works with but i guess if his boss gets it okay that's really weird i'm just kind of thinking it's just kind of weird the bouquet toss, I'm probably okay. Maybe like an intersex bouquet toss. So, I mean, it'd be hilarious if a dude gets it. Cause yes, what? <laughs> flowers for the man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, cause so. they like flowers too. Yeah, they like flowers. Give men flowers. Yeah. Um, I mean, I thought about maybe the African-American weddings where they jump the broom. Mm-hmm. I know that's more of a uniquely black American thing because I know they don't do it in Nigeria or like any other populations. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just don't toss articles of clothing that was on your wife's body to other men. Okay. Well, you would think that men would think that was weird anyway. Like, why would I want to give you something that's almost like giving away your wife's panties? Like, shit, why don't you just do that? (laughs) like you would think there was how possessive as fuck men are they would be like oh no let's not do this but still and yet it's like y'all do that shit okay um uh so what do you think about men not like the couple not seeing each other before the ceremony um maybe that's a tradition i would personally keep Hmm. i guess maybe a little bit of superstition kind of like before I was your fiance, girlfriend, and now I come down as bride as your wife. See me at my best, makeup on point, hair's perfect. Do you like, so there's a tradition that, that's been started where people do this like first look thing for pictures, you know, and stuff. So yeah. the couple will like get together and be like, oh my God, you're so beautiful before the ceremony, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Would you do that? Or uh- Maybe if I mean depends how high the anxiety is. I'm thinking, oh, I'm nervous. My knees walking up. I don't want to like freak out and make make myself look an idiot when you're walking down the aisle. <laughs> so maybe uh, or probably just do the whole okay. I'm holding your hand behind a wall thing, which is probably mm-hmm. something I probably do. Maybe won't do the first look. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess because I know with my partner, all eyes on him. Probably not. Well, maybe we do the first look so we can have that intimate moment away from prying eyes. That's true. That's a good point. Um, let's see. Would I do the not seeing each other before the ceremony? Um, I don't really think that that's that important to me. Um, I may do like a first look thing just so that I don't cry. Like, <laughs> I don't cry like rolling down like a baby. Like, ah! <laughs> like my dad's gonna have to be like why are you falling to the ground i don't know 
<laughs> I'm just so excited. Um, oh my goodness. Um, the bride should always wear white. I don't think they have to always wear white. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, since I haven't gotten married before, I will wear white. Fair. Um, I kind of, that seems like a second marriage or non-traditional marriage, let's say, um, God forbid my marriage craps out, meet another guy. I'm not probably wear white. Hmm. Probably wear like purple. Yeah, purple. <laughs> um, I am, I love non-traditional wedding dresses. I don't think white is required. Um, like I think the only reason I might wear white is so like I can get some sort of like rainbow like something like I don't like know a rainbow I'm- top layer because I saw like a convertible dress or it's like white but then you pull off I guess the skirt is all rainbow right like something like in the reception yeah like something like that um let's see um this says exchanging rings would you like a oh this is a good actually this is a good uh a better question so proposal wise do you want everybody to be there or are you trying to do something intimate <laughs> As a tradition. Oh, i hope he's listening to it i mean i can go either way okay because i'm thinking if everyone will be there they'll also be sweet i mean that would just save time on me telling people i mean a photographer there because i at least want 24 hours to let my family and friends know before any of us post on social media i'm thinking right. hey i got married because i know a lot of people are probably pissed off thinking bitch you got married you didn't tell me right exactly um i think as far as uh, uh i said ex- the the question is originally exchanging rings i still want to bring this that's why i'm not getting another ring for all these fucking fingers that i have uh rings that i have the seventh i'm gonna be like ariana grande the seventh ring is for my ring finger seven rings um but for a proposal i actually want something intimate i don't want a lot of people to be there because uh i don't it's not about y'all it's not about mm-hmm. y'all it's about the two of us and y'all don't actually need to to watch like for what <laughs> so you can see me weep like a baby get out of my face <laughs> yeah. i mean a photographer there i guess at most you can catch yeah. that oh moment right exactly to catch that moment and yeah, I, I need to be at least cute i don't want to look all raggedy and shit yeah don't just a funny story in which a woman was proposed to when she was on the toilet by her husband ah! So I'm thinking, okay, she can't run away. Her pants are around her ankles. Listen, that's, hey, that's kind of a relationship y'all have. <laughs> I, like me, if you're going to propose to me and I not look good, it has to be in the house. Like we on the couch or some shit. I'll be okay with that. But like, if we out and I look like a hot mess and you propose to me, don't pro- actually don't propose to me in front of strangers. Here's your husband. If you ever listen to this, don't you dare propose to me in front of a whole bunch of strangers. I don't like it because like there's so much expectation in like like you know. <laughs> Like people who don't even know you be like, oh my God, say yes, say yes. You don't even know me, bitch. You don't even know my name. <laughs> Why are you trying to like pressure me to say yes to this man? What the yeah. fuck? Um, um, but yeah, no, don't propose to me in public. Um, another thing, another question is just the tradition of having to ask your father for permission um, uh, to marry you. 
Uh, I'm close with my father. I'll probably have to say no, maybe ask for his blessing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I guess I talk with my father thinking, hey, he, my partner and I are serious. Like, okay, then make sure you're able to take care of yourself, financial. I guess I'll give you my blessing. So um, I guess it'll be nice because I'm thinking that's going to be your future father-in-law. Probably talk mm-hmm. him, preferably the blessing of permission. That's right. just personally for me if you want to go down that route. Yeah, I would say the same. Like, I love my daddy. Kill for that man. I don't need his permission to get married. Like, go to that man and tell him, hey, I'm going to marry. I want to marry your daughter. Like, I'm going to take care of her. Don't worry about it. I Like, obviously, before that point, I would want y'all to have a good relationship to where my daddy would be like, oh, yes. Yes, son. And <laughs> right. of course, you can marry my But like. He don't, he's going to clown you. He's going to be like, no. And I want you to say, Ooh, I'm going to marry her anyway. Bye. Mary. <laughs> like I don't need my daddy's permission. That being said, the bride's father giving you away. Like, so your daddy giving you away, like, here you go. You can have, you know, at the wedding, actual wedding part. I mean, I wouldn't mind. That'd be great. Uh, him walking me down the aisle and I guess giving me away. Um, I guess I wouldn't mind that tradition. Of course, my feminist started thinking, uh, I'm not one, I'm going from one man's house to another. That part would have been icky about, I'm thinking, of course, my traditional side, thinking it would be sweet and romantic. Right. Um, I too want my daddy to walk me down the aisle, but again, he's going to clown all of us. And the plight that to the end of the aisle, and it's like, who gives this man away? My daddy going to be like, oh, nobody? All right. Well, I guess we're going back. threaten to beat that man <laughs> like Brock you don't li- let me go goodbye husband to be get over here right. oh. um uh let's say oh uh the bride and groom's first dance oh like for the first dance I would say yes to that as well yeah I'll probably probably have to teach him some things because I'm guessing I'm not sure if he's the member of the rhythmless nation as my <laughs> sister Stewie puts it <laughs> we're gonna get some rhythm five six seven eight let's do this dance classes <laughs> boys and girls they're important um yeah I think that's important too like and that's like a really intimate moment despite the fact that everybody is looking at your ass um <laughs> like so beautiful right like it's like I'm going to pretend that nobody else is here and it's just me and you. I can be corny sometimes too, y'all. See, it happens. Um, we already said no to garter toss. Um, throwing rice or bird seed. Like, it's like, yeah, y'all got married, bye. You know what I'm saying? I, do you know what? That hasn't happened. Has it happened? That hasn't happened at either wedding I've been to. That, that I've been a part of, I should say. I mean, I wonder if she go ask my friend Jazzy if I can use his pigeons. Bruh, don't ask that man to use pigeons for fuck's sake. Just like release the doves. <laughs> release the pigeons, girl. What is this? <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> I refuse. As your potential maid of honor, I refuse to let you release pigeons at your wedding. Oh, no. Okay. No pigeons. <laughs> no pigeons but rice or bird seed are you gonna do bird seed uh i'm okay with it yeah i mean technically the superstition isn't true that birds explode when eating like rice hmm, there you go so 
That's good to know. Um, I don't throw things at me. I, I'm going to say no to that one. Don't throw things at me as I'm one of them <laughs> because if they get in my hair, I'm going to be like, girl, what the hell? Why? <laughs> sparklers. I'm probably going to do sparklers or something sparklers like that. Sparklers are cuter. Mm-hmm, I think they're cuter. Great better pictures. pictures. Yes. Um, and then, um, so as far as, so both you and I are no, like, no, we don't practice any religion. So as far as like vows and the ceremony goes, it's probably not going to be because the last one is the bride promising to cherish and obey her husband. We don't, we're not here for that. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I'll consider writing my own vows. Right. Yes. Same. Like I will, I probably will. And if everybody don't cry, I'm going to be like, y'all don't work no more. Y'all cheer up <laughs> work. I, this is beautiful. I wrote it. <laughs> like, oh so yeah i think definitely writing beyond our own vows um i think i like that part i like i like that part i don't know what to say um but yeah ooh, what's this oh this is the offbeat bride's post those were like 10 of the wedding traditions um there um yeah there are other things um, that kind of go into weddings that I want to talk about, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. Well, here, here's a couple of things. Um, will you have children? Uh, yes, I'm probably gonna have children because I do have nieces that I love very dearly. And I know one of my nieces, Munchie, she's happy that she's gonna be bumped up to junior bridesmaid status. Yeah. So I promise that to her and I don't want to disappoint her. And my other niece, um, the cute little Hellraiser. She's adorable. <laughs> um, and she she's still cute enough to be a flower girl. I mean, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm definitely going to have kids. Mm-hmm. Some because I'm pretty sure a lot of a couple of my sisters have kids. I'm not sure if I'll probably reach out to cousins because I know a couple of my cousins do have kids. Um, one is well behaved. The other one is pretty hyperactive. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, maybe we might make if we have to do like say only adults for I don't know adult hour. I don't know, maybe. All right. Well, we're now we're gonna play a game. <coughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna do something fun. Um, as a little background, I was not raised as a girl who uh, ever planned her wedding, did not dream about it. My mom did not socialize to me to be that way. Bell Mars, I'm going to assume that you also didn't plan your wedding like this when you were a kid. Yeah, um, I wasn't super duper into it. I'm thinking, ooh, pretty weddings, but not just socialize. Oh, think about your wedding day. Because like my parents, when they got married, they went to a chapel and just paid uh fifty dollars and boom their wedding at chapel so i guess there's not soup a lot of pressure to get the whole white dress venue and everything so hopefully i might start a new tradition of that there you go so we're gonna start that today and do a fake wedding plan let's do a wedding plan we're gonna talk through yay. it yay okay so a date pick <laughs> i'm going off of a wedding checklist choose date what date well, you don't have to pick a year, but like a month and a day that you would be like, I would get married. Like, uh, I do want to go off season. So maybe the winter months. Okay. Let's see right. between, I want to say maybe November 10th, 
randomly get it november 10th down written down november 10th all right um i too want to get married off season because i'm not paying all that money bitches no i just told you my budget was like ten thousand dollars okay um or less um i probably um, do i have a date i don't have a date Mm, let me i mean i don't have a date because a lot of people who did get married said it really depends when the venue's available that's true too like as far as the venue goes so i would say i would like to get married in the spring mostly because it's not too hot and then the plants are blooming again and i only say that because my goofy ass and you'll know why wants to get married in a conservatory aka a greenhouse (laughs) pun on her last name (laughs) Um, so wedding venue belmars where would you want to get married huh i guess that's a good question i thought about that because i thought about maybe like a restaurant okay uh because okay we have the food i also thought about a bowling alley because pinstripes in houston they do venues they have pretty good food uh i thought about a museum but the natural science museum my partner worked there and he said it's ass so (laughs) because i also thought about probably just getting like a nice cheap venue and then like customize the space mm-hmm. uh, maybe like a hotel I'm thinking is it like tacky or would it be cool to have like arcade machines no we're gonna get to that I want to have if I agree to have kids in my wedding I'm not having them annoying the hell out of me and everybody else like because I know adults do not keep track of their kids at weddings they get into all sorts of nonsense so here you go I'm helping you out there's an arcade over there your kids can play and win things or something um but yeah no arcades are fun like yeah so because i know like a couple places like rent out like uh arcade machines i'm not sure they'll cost extra and of course i know my partner's a little bit picky about food and sometimes venues said oh you can go with these vendors and i'm thinking maybe fuck that because i want to get customization maybe like barbecue or maybe i want to do caribbean food or maybe want to do mexican food (laughs) or all (laughs) <laughs> or all of them and of course i can probably do a buffet versus catering but i know buffets could be expensive because sometimes if you like have a buffet people want to be extra let's say you get mac and cheese people want to get extra mac and cheese no one wants to get green beans right like and green beans are delicious eat them god what's wrong <laughs> with that? but yeah so belmars doesn't exactly have a venue but she has an idea she has an idea that's okay yeah. <laughs> i just recently decided on a conservatory <laughs> i'm gonna get in the conservatory um okay Ooh, you know what that's a good question too are you gonna hyphenate a uh, a, a lot of argument are you changing your last name you hyphenating I actually talk about this with my partner uh no i'm gonna keep my last name and the kid's gonna get my last name because yeah. Because apparently, well, one, he doesn't like his father. So he just want to pass down his last name. And two, if he wants to get his mom's last name, that's a lot of paperwork. Right. So he's, yes, because he's also prepared to say like, oh, Mr. Mars. I'm thinking, no, my last name isn't Mars. That's my wife's name. But thank you. This is my kids. So, yeah. 
I I'm probably gonna hyphenate or like a goofy ass bitch. I'm gonna like smash our names together to make a new one. I'm gonna be like, yes, like just let's just say, like for argument's sake, I get married to somebody whose last name is like Smith or something. I'm gonna be all like, my last name is Smith House now. Yes. <laughs> or you get married to someone with a German father and his name's like Smorgageboard. <laughs> It's going to be a uh, green Borg or something like that. Yes, it's going to be great. Smash. Yes. Like, it's going to be fantastic. Um, but yes. Um, so, budget. What you spending, Belmars? What's your max budget? I guess max budget. And I know I'm daddy's little girl, so I know he's probably going to help me out for it. But I'm guessing probably don't want to go more than like, 15,000 probably like 10,000 I haven't decided how many people I want to invite because I know like if I invite my family especially if I invite my grandma then she's going to invite some other people like oh I great I invited my nieces mm-hmm. and you know Gertrude that we went to church with <laughs> and I'm thinking you invited all these people including like I guess distant cousins that don't even know I fucking exist and you invite them to my wedding <laughs> so yeah, I guess it also depends how many people I want to invite to, because I also have family overseas in the Caribbean. Uh, probably not this year, maybe like in the next two years. Hopefully COVID would die down. Yes, girl. Yes, I agree. Um, budget for me is also $10,000 or less, because again, like this is not about impressing y'all. This is about making me happy. <laughs> So like making me and my husband like or wife you know I'm by <laughs> so like it's about yeah like and I and I want to stress the thing that like they all all people always like put it on one partner like this is also your day too because so you need to help like you know what I'm saying <laughs> like you need to tell me what you want what you don't want Obviously, I'm a control freak, so I'm still going to do, like, all most of the heavy lifting because, again, I don't know how not to, but you need to do something, child, okay? It can't just be me because I'll kill you. Like, I'll strangle you. (laughs) That's not a good marriage. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to, you know how I am. Well, I'm more happy house, happy, well, happy spouse, happy house. Yes. Gender neutral. We need to start using that more often. Happy house, happy spouse. That's what I, happy spouse, happy house. God, I can't even get it right. Um, That's what I'm saying. So budget, 10,000 or less um, for my, for my conservatory wedding. Um, uh, theme. Damn, this, I mean, cause I have a lot of cultures going on within me. Right. They have the Caribbean culture. So the West Indian culture and then the African-American Creole culture, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Then I'm guessing he just wanted to rep his Mexican side. So I just want to see a fusion of coming cultures, maybe like a global theme. Like, I don't know, UN. <laughs> oh yes, have a UN wedding. <laughs> yes i would love that oh do like do like what those moms do with like baby themes room just have a travel wedding yes i mean we haven't left the state yet together but yeah probably like a good travel wedding so therefore we can have like a good international palette because i guess one thing we do together we that we like to eat different foods viennese food pizza tex-mex mex uh we ate sushi we ate ramen uh, we eat a lot of things. 
cakes. Right. They love all sorts of food. Yeah, um, we range from the McDonald's, from cheap ass McDonald's to expensive ass uh, one fifth. Sadly, they're going out of uh, business, but they do like different foods every year, like Brazilian steakhouse, Italian, romantic religious, uh, bayou food, so like Creole and Creole. Like, my culture. Yes, but a travel wedding bell, Mars. Ooh, that's the theme. I'm just kidding. She probably would change her mind. But it's better than Taco Bell wedding. <laughs> but that's a theme. Um, my theme is rainbows. Masquerade, like a rainbow masquerade. Leave me alone. That's what I want. <laughs> rainbow masquerade. Uh, woo, yes. Everybody's going to have a whatchamacallit mask. It's to incorporate... Um, it's to incorporate... Uh, do I want to say not Mardi Gras but like well yeah kind of Mardi Gras masks yeah yeah like I'm part of my culture because I love masks um so they're so pretty yeah striking yeah. um but yeah masks and just I love rainbows leave me alone uh, <laughs> and if I get married to a woman that's even more gay <laughs> so there yes. you go um like sparkles everywhere <laughs> yes confetti instead of you can throw sparkles at me as I walk out the you can't do no i still don't want that yeah, i also don't want to fuck up your eyesight because you know it's kind of like small right kind of small way. particles so sparklers like don't do that to me y'all yeah. um so wedding parties you don't have to choose <laughs> just tell me how many tell me how many people uh, i guess probably like to start four and i also know my sister Stu will probably be on the planning committee because i know she's going to give me some hood rat shit and i'm yeah. down for it yeah strippers <laughs> other stuff so stewie's gonna be fun and i guess also some classy shit too that's appropriate for my i guess right now she's 12 but she's gonna be a teenager uh, in the next couple of years so maybe something classy like a brunch and like spa day and then <laughs> at night hood rat shit that's right between me and your sister we got it like <laughs> got it girl don't even worry about it <laughs> um, uh wedding party i'm just gonna say it right now uh Belmars is gonna get married before me, so she's gonna be matron of honor, but it don't matter. Um, uh, and then three bridesmaids. I don't know who I'm picking yet. Leave me alone. Um, yeah, I don't even I'm know if I'm picking more. one of my oh, that's a good question. Are you required to pick one of your family to be in your what bridal party? Um, I guess if they're available, because I know my sister Stewie will probably tech well, she's not married, but she is a mother, so maybe she could probably be the matron of honor. Mm -hmm. um i guess it also depends on their schedules if they're down to be like one of my bridesmaids to bounce it out because i also have a lot of friends here mm -hmm. yeah so unless i just pick one like okay you're my childhood best friend i have you then maybe someone i went to college with maybe some other things or other people i see every day so possibly i might choose my sisters yeah my family member yeah fair i well, I mean, there's there's non-traditional things where like women will pick best men or not. Yeah, like they'll pick um, like man of honor or they'll yeah. like like groomsmen will pick like best woman or something. <laughs> but like maybe I'll put one of my brothers in the bridal party. <laughs> yes, you're coming. You're going to be my you're going to be my 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 bride's man. <laughs> they're gonna be yeah, like, the bride tribe. Yay. Bride tribe, yay. And they're gonna be like, what? It depends on how well they're friends with the groom, I guess. But like, or the other bride. I don't know. Again, I don't know who I'm getting married to. Yeah, I mean, maybe I might just get my brother's like, okay, you can be my 
future husband's groomsmen. There you go. Um, so, and then, but I'm saying like three. The the groom is good. Groom, if I have a groom, is just going to have to deal with it. We're only having three. That's it. That's all you get. Mm-hmm. You choose wisely because I'm not having all these people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or if you're going to choose more than three, we're going to double up. We go two people is walking my one person down the aisle. Okay. <laughs> because I'm not having all these people. Um, okay. Next. Uh, oh, rings. <laughs> um, what kind of do you know all the cuts and shit like the, the yeah there's the sapphire cut round mm-hmm. cut uh i guess the pear cut or like teardrop cut i forgot what yeah. it's called mm-hmm. uh emerald cut solitaire <laughs> princess cut uh so different types of cuts um because i think probably maybe our engagement ring would just be our wedding rings yeah, like I, I'm not super big on having two rings. Like I think one is enough. Hell, I even said like if somebody wanted to propose to me without a ring, like if you wanted to propose to me with I don't know like a puppy, I would be cool with that. I'd be like, yes, <laughs> bitch, I will marry you. Thank you for this puppy or a house. Bitch, if someone proposed to me with a house, they'd be like, here's a deed to the house we're gonna live in together. I love you. <laughs> like, you know, like you don't have to drop. Cause they, they always say like drop, they has to be like a month's salary. No, put it, put it as a down payment on a house girl. Like put Yeah. In- Cause you don't have to spend that much. And of course, mm-hmm. as Adam ruins everything, but kindly just, you know, the beers, good propaganda of like spend all this money on a ring right, and diamonds. Like- I don't need a lie that big of a liability on my hand. I already have all of these, like, like, and I don't, I want it to look natural or whatever. So you can literally, it doesn't have to be a diamond. It yeah. don't have diamonds are overrated as hell. Oh yeah. They're overrated. Like, so you can pick a different stone. You can pick like some real simple, like it doesn't have to cost you more than like hell like a couple hundred dollars or less like i don't care i don't care what these hoes say on the internet like (laughs) they do what they want but like yeah no you don't have to go all out as far as the ring is concerned okay um it's all right um okay so who all of the vendors (laughs) you having a dj you having (laughs) you having a florist are you having a videographer are you having a wedding planner uh so far i think probably it's good to invest in a wedding planner yes uh because i'm thinking just doing all yourself is already stressful enough right then on top of that um maybe dj is probably a little bit better if they have a good selection of songs and i'm Mm -hmm. guessing people love to drink my family loves to drink i love to drink (laughs) probably an open bar uh probably have to finesse my significant other's connections because i guess he's cool with a lot of like restaurant people uh so i'm thinking you know any good uh bar people make good drinks bro maybe so So, yeah florist um because i know one of our friends was a diy bride and just went to like hobby lobby or michael's and just made her own like flowers because i'm just thinking real flowers most likely just gonna just go to waste they are um uh and they cost more like you like my cousin did that one of my other cousins did that for her wedding like she um she literally uh she bought like flowers at another at just like this shop or whatever 
and um just put it together herself like her bouquet and stuff and then one of my other cousins she did like a bouquet of like <laughs> brooches like just a whole bunch of shiny shit and i was like ooh. <laughs> and so i thought that was cool i think like um for for me i would probably do i love origami like i would probably do like origami like i would just get a whole bunch of paper because that shit does not cost Ooh, that much craft. yeah like paper crafting and then just like craft like my k out of that and like i'm gonna be in a greenhouse <laughs> like there's gonna <laughs> be enough greenery already yeah so embrace the natural environment of the venue exactly yes please um i definitely want a videographer do you want a videographer yeah definitely want to record it mm-hmm. um also photographer as well mm-hmm. i'm not sure if the photographer videographer come together or they're kind of separate sometimes they do yeah um let's see i will definitely have a planner bitch i'm not doing this all myself <laughs> i can't like i will literally i will turn into a monster and i don't want to do that yeah. um i don't need a florist a caterer probably yes i don't i actually haven't thought about food that hard to be perfectly honest with you um but i will <laughs> at some point um okay guest list how many people what's your cap a cap on people uh, i'm thinking maybe caps probably 75 and of course every venue kind of has like a i guess maximum occupancy right okay. so i guess it mm-hmm. depends on the uh venue as well but i'm thinking so far maybe 75 it's probably negotiable a best with my partner because i guess he doesn't like a lot of people because i know on his side he's not gonna invite a lot of people listen <clears throat> 50 hurt <laughs> for me and that means like a lot of my family ain't coming i'm sorry i love y'all you can't okay so here's my thing I think I'm going to have like a separate thing. Like I'm going to have a ceremony and then I'm going to have a reception and they're going to be on different dates. And so like for the ceremony part, like I'm having 50 people tops, only the most important people. And if I can have less, that'd be great. Only the most important people will be there. And then for the reception, we all going to party. It's going to be great. And it's not going to be that same week. I'm going to recuperate. I'm going to go on my honeymoon and then I'm going to come back and then we can have a party after I financially like rested, mentally rested, like all of that, I'm well rested and then we can have a party and all y'all can come and be ratchet as hell and I'm not responsible for you, okay? <laughs> That's what we're gonna do. <laughs> Cause I'm not having it. Um, and then you were like an open bar. Ooh, I don't- <laughs> It's expensive. That's what I heard because a lot of people get pissed off. Like what, I go to this wedding and have to pay for drinks. Like I'm not, I'm limiting y'all. Y'all getting like a drink list. Like this is the signature drink. Like this is my drink. This is his drink. Maybe like two more drinks that you can pick from that are real common as hell. Yeah, and y'all get just drink water after that. Right, and drink water. We're in nature, okay? You're in the <laughs> greenhouse. Drink water. <laughs> not gonna drink from the hose. <laughs> yeah, drink from the hose. Like we outside, and you just play it in the summer. That's what you gonna do. <laughs> Over here asking me where's the Hennessy? I hate Hennessy. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Negroes in your Hennessy. No so anyway no i'm not having you getting a drink list that's all you getting and like you either take it or you leave it or you can go like um oh my gosh um wedding dress and veils we already talked about this i want 
a wedding dress that somehow reflects all the colors of the rainbow. I don't know who's going to make it. And then to, to make things worse, I want this wedding dress and then I'm going to cut that hole up and make it into a quilt for my children. <laughs> Cause so like, all I can think is like getting custom made. <laughs> right. Yeah. And like, I was like, eep, like, I don't want to, I don't know how much money is there going to be. I'm not trying to spend more than a thousand dollars on a dress. I'm going to try to spend less. <laughs> Less. <laughs> yes, unless you get a dress and then just get it customized. Like, can you like add like a rainbow layer? Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, I would do that. But like, yeah, I want. And then for veil, it don't have to be that long. Like, I'm telling you, like my. So there's different lengths for veils as well as trains. Um, right. I'm not an expert, but I kind of know. So like the longest veil you can have, it's called a cathedral veil, and that hoe is like feet child like like y'all yeah, I think of like Princess Diana's dress and it's like that long mm-hmm. so those I know dated reference that's before we were born but still it's a good reference look at Princess Diana's wedding dress look it up yeah that's that's the longest you can have and that takes more than you think your maid of honor can care no like you maid of honor and a couple bridesmaids got to be following you around like, with your dress like uh, uh, uh. <laughs> And I don't want people to be doing all that. Like, I mean, you can cut up the veil too. That's true. I can cut up the veil and put it in my, thank you, Belmars. <laughs> so you don't have to mess up the dress if you want to pass it down. That's so. true. If I wanted to pass it down. But part of me is like, like my mom, I have no idea where my mom's dress is. I think she may have rented it. I don't know. But like, um, yeah, for a wedding dress, huh? That's that's me. I'm not having a long veil, and we not having a long train hoe because I'm trying to like, <laughs> I'm trying to move in that bitch, okay? <laughs> and if I want to dance and stuff like that, so it has to be comfortable. Well, if you're talking about veil, take that off. But yeah, and a dress has to be comfortable. Indeed, I'm probably gonna have a, maybe I'll have a ball gown. I'm not sure yet, but I yeah. want like an off like this, like an off. But yeah, off the shoulder. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> with like a with like a poof i don't know yet anyway something like that uh what about you belmore hmm let's see because i thought about what to say with dresses i do look good in like mermaid slash trumpet dresses because it shows off the hips and i do have a waistline i do have like shape her hips Um, don't lie (laughs) it doesn't Mm-hmm. makes my butt look great well my butt looks great at everything and um right. her, her hey that's why her significant others is always taking pictures of this thing okay yes Nikki Alley is quite the bombshell in the top thanks that's why I said ball gown holes because I'm like situate these up here um <laughs> and uh they I haven't thought about that because I tried on the long veil looks good on me then also like the short well I guess kind of like the mid-back veil which is also pretty nice mm-hmm. long enough to add mystery but also I guess long enough to add mystery but not like too long that's kind of like a burden and I might trip on it or something right <laughs> that's the important part okay um getting- but then i guess also a mermaid dress would also be hard to pee in so i would to get naked and i guess it's like a zipper versus like laced up <laughs> yeah there's zippers buttons lace ups <laughs> oh excuse me oh my god um <laughs> thank you um but yeah that's that's a lot of things to think about I actually have I have a cousin who makes dresses 
And I was like, I was kind of like, ooh, maybe I can go to him. But then at the same time, I'm like, how much is that hoe gonna charge? <laughs> I told you, I have a budget. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, do 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 Um, let's see. Ooh, who's gonna be your officiant? I'm just kidding. Um, no officiant. Damn, I haven't thought about that. Neither have I. Um, again, like my my ceremony is probably not gonna be really religious uh part of me kind of wants that tying the hands thing like oh. i think that would look pretty but i don't know oh and also like you know when they do the veil up and it's like you make his part of me wants to just have masks and then like take the masks off yay <laughs> <laughs> the masks have symbolized as who you were before but now uh-huh. you're joined us in one union exactly and then you make it woohoo yay <laughs> yeah, so i guess it could i mean i guess i need to find a friend that's funny and free and then just get certified online on the internet indeed they just have to be a good speaker be engaging you could do it it's gonna be a good time right oh my goodness so this ooh, okay um honeymoon um honeymoon where are you going for the honeymoon do you know i well I'm actually open-minded for the honeymoon because I guess we haven't really thought about it much, I guess, afterwards, because I know financially shit happens and then mm-hmm. if we get another lockdown and COVID, um, hmm, maybe Bora Bora, which would be nice, Ooh. or I can take him to the Caribbean. Oh. I guess we see some extended family. Of course, I have an uncle that's a fisherman, so he could probably like drive me out you can see like it's easy to fish and then also the beautiful nature the beaches are natural blue same thing for the Cayman Islands on top of that in Barbados one American dollars two Bayesian dollars so the money goes far indeed that's a good point yeah like going to a place where your money goes far is really important um or Japan or New York yes japan um part of me was thinking that too i was like oh let's go to japan and then go to a love hotel i'm <laughs> just kidding <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh i don't know i don't know where i would go for my honeymoon either um that's a good like i want to go out of the country but i don't know where the heck i would go yeah because um, i guess they want to go out because i guess probably an experience because mm-hmm. i know like in japan they have like crazy ass theme park with like the highest g-forces and the roller coasters i mean a little bit thrill seeking myself thinking yeah we can probably do that Ooh, what if you just brought like your veil and you'd be like way behind us <laughs> <laughs> yes that would be fun oh okay cake flavors <laughs> wedding cake are you having it uh wedding cake uh we're probably a no on the cupcakes because according to my partner that's too much frosting to too much cake i mean and especially with the traditional cake you get to choose how much frosting and cake ratio you want whereas a cupcake it's kind of just standard and you don't so get it he's thought about this (laughs) so definitely want to have like different layers of cake maybe not too high I know he likes tres leches and red velvet. Of course, I like chocolate and caramel. He's not crazy about caramel. So probably like different layers. The safe, you know, vanilla and then probably like a red velvet. Maybe a small chocolate. There you go. Um, I want interesting ones because, uh, again, it's about me. Fuck y'all. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Like um, a rainbow confetti, well, funfetti cake. Yeah, the bottom could be a funfetti cake. Good idea, Belmars. <laughs> oh, you know, it'd be fun for if you had a travel wedding, if you just picked three different like signature flavors from different countries. So like you have a tres leches, maybe like for like the Caribbean, like maybe you have a tropical flavor or something. Yeah, I mean, there's rum cake. <gasps> yeah. And there's also groom's cakes. I don't know if y'all have that, but like there's apparently a groom's cake. And I'm like, that's so much fucking cake. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know, especially in the South is more of a Southern tradition because, you know, we're Southern gals right. where the groom has their cake. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll probably have like, uh, yeah, I could have a fun bitty cake at the bottom. And then, ooh, maybe something very like New Orleans, like something that has bourbon in it or like something that has, I don't know. I mean, not king cake or kind of like king cake inspired? Ooh, maybe, yeah, like maybe king cake inspired, something like that. That would be fun. And then at the top, I'm just going to have flavors that I we both like or something. Like, uh, uh, ooh, I definitely love salted caramel. Ooh, fuck. I yeah. love salted caramel. Salted caramel. The top layer is going to be some salted caramel. And y'all can't have that. It's for me. Okay. <laughs> that, but top cake, I'm not even going to show it to you. It's going to be two layers. You're going to be like, these are the two ones you have to pick from. What happens to the third layer? Nikki Alley only put that in frosting. <laughs> Nikki, uh, that's for Nikki Alley. That's not for y'all. Um, in frosting. Um, ooh, what else? Um, let's see. Ooh, dress fittings. Okay, so ooh, bridesmaids. What what kind of dresses you putting them girls in? I need to know for me for future. What kind of uh, that is a good question because I know everyone has different body types. Um, the infinity dress, I might think that's a good idea that one of our friends Kiwi have for her bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. So either I can probably do that or maybe just a simple, I guess, goddess or Greek. So it's a flowy. So, but I also want to make sure it goes with the theme because if it's going to be in winter, I need to have them in coats or like a shawl so they won't get too cold. Indeed. That's a good point. Unless it's inside and it's toasty. And it's like, mm. <laughs> toasty. Yeah. <sighs> but definitely not a plantation wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah too many overtones and i know my sister stewie would kill me and like educate everyone on why this is a fucking bad idea she'd be all like we're not having a wedding instead i'm taking you to class today everybody shut up shut up <laughs> yes, <laughs> oh. Like, oh yeah mulatto slave was raped there continue on your wedding Belmar. You were- <laughs> oh, thank you um uh, i probably um as far as I'll let y'all pick like as long as I approve it because I, I want to go to the fitting I want to see you in it I want to be like yes bitch you look good and then like you can pick whatever dress you so that way you know you're gonna wear this dress again and you'll be happy with it so that's yeah. my plan. of course because the bride's the bell of the ball indeed I am and you will be but let's see um <laughs> ignore me um <laughs> ooh, three okay i'm going down a list y'all so bear with me if you're just just a just a, a, a whatchamacallit oh yeah a lot of this tedious stuff after that writing vows marriage license um playlist <laughs> 
fittings. Ooh, playlist. That's going to be awkward because we have different tastes in music. LOL. Um, Just have it be staggered. Like one is literally like a wedding dress by Tae Yang. And then the next is just some off indie band that he likes. Yeah, because he likes random stuff. And I remember we were we were driving the car today uh-huh. and he was playing a rapper and he was trying to tell uh, Siri to change it, but he can't say the rapper's name. The rapper's name was DJ Nigga Fox. <laughs> so I'm like, um, can you play more, um, you know, DJ N-word or who was in Paris? <laughs> yeah, I said, do you want me to say it? You're like, no, just... I guess I won't play it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh my god. Oh, okay. At least he's he's he he got it right. You know what I'm saying? Um, like yeah. The rest of this is just like final stuff. Um, stuff. Relaxed smile, soaking every moment. Da, 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 da. so I, I won't be too anal on shoes because i know heels can be exhausting i'm pretty sure everyone do flats or like take off their shoes mm-hmm. off completely um i think his family's halfway normal so i don't have to you don't have to be on like red wine duty to like squirt on any of his aunts that wear like a white dress or something <laughs> i mean i do know one of his aunts goes crazy when she drinks so i guess keep an eye on her <laughs> thanks for the heads up um okay let's think uh what else there's so many things that go into a wedding alley i have no idea um get yeah. baskets or like trinkets for yeah. like guest guest like yeah like like person sign seating sign seating is a thing yeah like i don't know like again i'm trying to have less than 50 people and i need y'all to get along so i don't have to think about that shit that hard okay like um oh let me honestly like um i just want to have fun the day of like we can do pictures of like oh wait are you gonna do like something borrowed something blue something old something new i said that the wrong way um <laughs> something old something new something borrowed something blue mm-hmm. yeah i might i guess something old i guess probably have something like my jewelry which is old timey something new i guess the dress something borrowed huh i don't think he has any ham- family heirlooms mm-hmm. maybe i don't know and then something blue good question maybe like blue roses like hidden roses maybe send the kids on the scavenger hunt find the blue roses it is that's a smart game elvaris jesus coming up with all sorts of good shit oh you can make it like a map that's what you can do if you're gonna have a travel wedding you'd be all like all right find the blue roses in the different themed areas of the venue where's the blue rose in italy find it like, you know what i'm saying and the first kid to get all of them like bring them all back get surprised yes. <laughs> it's a gift card <laughs> a gift card um yeah i definitely want arcades and like if i'm gonna have kids i don't know like yeah or you know what fuck that at the ceremony there are no kids invited at the reception like they can come and like we'll do a carnival ass theme so they can go uh go off and play games and shit and arcade games the adults can play them as well but then they can just party it up in some other part of the yeah. like, the venue a carnival i think that's like sounds pretty good 
this thank you uh or like like yeah the the adults will have a masquerade ball in one room and then in the other room the kids is having like the carnival theme or something i don't know but yes Ooh, a rainbow carnival um yes it sounds like a fun time um what else i feel like uh yeah like i don't know what kind of food i want besides creole because that's what i'm comfortable with um so i don't have that planned um i would you have like the option to like vegan non-vegan or hmm. you get what you get i might have a vegan option for people like one um one vegetarian option so for my vegan vegetarian option from my friends um who don't eat meat um but yes um oh i can't think of anything right now again y'all i'm sorry i'm so out of it like <laughs> i also saw like on um, weddings under 100k on reddit um that they said oh probably like in the middle of the table kind of like emergency conversation topics so yeah you like rip them open and say like okay who was your childhood superhero or name an embarrassing moment or would you rather be overdressed or underdressed or like different topics so I guess it won't just be awkward silence that's a good point um I oh you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna make everybody play shenanigans <laughs> I'm just gonna have <laughs> shenanigans in the middle of the table here you go like just play shenanigans <laughs> I mean there also was one uh wedding I saw was like a board game theme so instead of like having a dance floor there's like giant board games and I guess I might have that because I love doing board games and like hosting like cards against humanity truth or drink I'm trying to get secret Hitler and then also another one exploding kittens where you uh burrito toss it's kind of like uno except you attack each other with like burritos yes it's so freaking cute um i i would love that for you that sounds super fun um ooh, what was i gonna ask you oh fuck i just lost it <laughs> it's gone <laughs> yeah so different things you probably do like board game wedding and i guess the question the topics for like middle ones i remember now what kind of aside from that like what kind of entertainment photo booths are you gonna have you gonna have a photo booth are you gonna have like yeah i guess photo booth maybe arcade depends how much if not board games are a cheaper option maybe like cornhole and then of course the dance floor so i guess it's kind of like different ways to like entertain yourself and i guess i haven't been to much wedding so i don't want to make it too cliche and also wanted mm-hmm. to make sure that we show off our personality because we both like video games but then we also both like board games uh but photo booths are also pretty good because I saw one like photo booth where it's just a camera and it kind of has like takes like 40 pictures at different angles because I saw like you know red carpeting events that has it oh I love those the like the glam bot or something like it literally yeah the glam bot which just like zooms in close to you mm-hmm. that's fun um I definitely want a photo booth because again it's a masquerade so like y'all have to have a photo booth like use your mask um and then uh mask here mask here if it's in COVID times I was just yeah. kidding but like that and then oh I also kind of want a fortune teller leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> like because like we're doing like I know it's a masquerade and it's a rainbow but part of me is also like New Orleans-y where it's just like over here is just a random fortune teller who's like yes he dresses a shadow man from apprentice in the frog fuck yes (laughs) (laughs) i will read your future three cards i see you're about to get divorced 
at a wedding. That sucks. <laughs> I don't know. It's something but no one should fucking announce like we're getting divorced or having a baby at my fucking wedding. Yeah, no, please don't do that. Don't propose to anybody at my wedding. That's one of the traditions I don't want y'all start to do. Don't you dare propose be proposed to at my wedding. You do that outside. Okay, somewhere <laughs> else. Okay. Um because you're stealing my thunder. We're gonna fight. We're gonna fight. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, oh, so you hate me. <laughs> yes, please call at your wedding. Woo! What right. happened here? Like, what happened here? Somebody died. We having a funeral because somebody thought they could get proposed to my <laughs> Don't do that. Um, yeah, don't make any announcements. We're not here for that. Um, yeah. Um, I de- yeah, so I definitely want a photo booth and a fortune teller um and then maybe if i have decide to have a reception y'all can have a carnival theme over here and like y'all can have a masquerade like woo, we partying yeah. it up over here for adults um oh i feel like that's it have we just successfully planned two weddings for the most part <laughs> yeah oh i mean a lot of the things are still up in the air because like the date depends on the venue depends on the people i mean i probably might have to do less than probably 50 people because i know I mean, probably marrying an introvert possibly is because he doesn't like people. He doesn't want to talk. He doesn't like to be the center of attention. I'm kind of an attention whore. So I'm thinking. (laughs) I also want us both to enjoy our our day, not just me having a great time and he's just fucking miserable. Indeed, that's important. Yeah, um, I need y'all to remember that. Cause and if like, don't nobody make any jokes in my damn wedding about him being tethered to me, like I'm his ball and chain or some shit. If you do, you're automatically getting kicked out. I don't care. Don't come back. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. All right, cause you knew that it's. I'm gonna have a sign. If you say this and I hear you, you're getting kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> so like a whole list of rules Dolores Umbridge that's right I'm a Dolores Umbridge you oh my god okay um I think we gonna end there uh because that was a good time um so moral of the story is um when you're planning a wedding and you're planning to get married um you know include your partner but it's about you at the end of the day like <laughs> Do what yes, you ain't do. no one comes to see you, Otis. Right. <laughs> right. Anybody else has anything to say about it? It's not about you. Okay. Like, <laughs> it's not about you. Um, and just remember that everything is not gonna go the way you planned it because life happens. Okay. Literally yesterday, I'm not gonna say what happened, but somebody almost uh got tore up from the floor up, and that's all I'm gonna say about it. Okay, yes, have a plan B. Uh, I guess careful of the budgets and uh keep up with traditions or throw out traditions because we're millennials indeed and we hate tradition uh (laughs) do what you must and um yeah just have fun at the end of the day it's about you having fun having planning a life together and basically like having a good unity like nobody who cares what everybody else wants what everybody else thinks they're not getting married like do it for you like and if you don't want to get married but you want to be together then don't yeah don't all right well we're gonna go so i can sleep forever i'm just kidding (laughs) i'm so i can get enough sleep so i can function like a proper human being tomorrow for for work um any last thoughts belmars 
Uh, I'm just thinking, uh, hope everyone survived marriage season or wedding season. If you don't want to get married, don't have to get married because there's a lot of alternative uh, ways to live outside of marriage, kids and the two and a half kids and the picket fish with the dog and the cat and the fish. So, <laughs> and you can follow me on lady underscore blurred 94 on Instagram. I have like a wonderful pictures with me at seismic. Yeah. Um, same thing on me for Snapchat, because uh, it's one of the few times Belinda Mars 2545 on Snapchat. So enjoy me and making a Power Rangers reference in there. So fun times. Yes, fun times all around. Uh, you can follow me at Nikki Alley Muse on Instagram and at Nikki LG on Twitter. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm doing Twitter less and less. I literally am only on Twitter for news now. I don't even comment anymore. Um, I'm actually doing Instagram more, so follow me over there. Um, but yeah, uh, everybody wear your mask, stay safe. The Delta Plus variant is out there, okay? And it's not like Disney, okay? <laughs> da -da! Wear your masks, Delta distance, stay safe out there. You only have one life to live, as Drake said, YOLO. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take care of yourselves. Indeed. Peace, y'all. Bye-bye. <laughs>